The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast. Welcome to it. Brand new episode. And uh, the name of this episode is Symbioti. Symbioti? Symbiot? Anyway, you figure it out. Uh, Listen, uh, before we get to the episode, I just want to let you know a couple of things, and I'll tell you about the episode in a moment. A couple of things happening with the podcast that we want to make you aware of. Of course, we're coming up on our 10th anniversary as a podcast uh, coming up here uh, in May. And there's a couple of things that we want to warn you about and get you ready for. Uh, The first thing is there's going to be a a 10-year anniversary party at the Ruin in Sugar House on the 27th from 4 to 6 p.m. And uh, we're all going to be there, and uh, I'll tell you more about it as the party approaches. But set aside some time for that. Uh, we're going to be down there from 4 to 6 just uh, raising a glass to each other and to you. And it, it's going to be a good time. And sort of, a, you know, all the, all the listeners of the show and the people who participate on the show, we want to get together. and we, It's just going to be a big love fest. And uh, we're not going to do a live show there. We're not going to record a show there. But we're gonna. We got something planned. I'll just say that we got something planned. As it gets closer, I'll I'll show you the cards. But uh, just plan on that. So that's the 27th at the Ruin and Sugar House here in Utah, uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. Now remember, that's the day before Memorial Day, so you can you know take an take an Uber or a Lyft home and keep drinking the next day because most of us have that day off it's memorial day anyway so there's that and the second thing also involving our 10th anniversary is and we're going to release this information uh, soon there will be a geek show archive recordings of all of our old shows Uh, we're going to announce that probably the night of the party maybe before that we'll see but before then i just got this email from uh, uh travis the pieman and dr paul Uh, who are helping to get the archive together. Dr. Paul had a lot of that stuff, so did Travis, but they're missing some stuff. And so this is a shout out. This is a call to assist. If you have your own Geek Show archive, if you're listening, specifically they're looking for the September 2015 Salt Lake Comic Con episode that was lost. And I remember we recorded there and it was the the great lost episode. If anybody has that, we're going to go into our old computers and see if we can find it. But if you've got that, or if you've got even some of the old radio versions when it was called Geek Chat, um, when we did it on the radio, if you have any of those recordings, if you could get those to Travis the Pie Man or to Dr. Paul, and it's uh, travislynnjohnson at gmail.com or paulzill, Z-I-L, white at gmail.com. Uh, those are the two uh, email addresses where if you have any of this lost stuff, uh, reach out to them and they'll let you know, hey, we got that or, oh, we need that. And and we'll put it in the, on the archive website that is coming soon. So that's just one of the couple of things that I wanted to uh, get past you here before we get to the new episode. Uh, very exciting time to be a part of this podcast with the 10-year anniversary coming up. And a very exciting time to thank all of our sponsors who helped pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, free comic book day is Saturday, May 5th. We got a, we've got a free comic book day preview coming up here for you where we got some issues and we're going to talk about them and tell you what you can get on free comic book day. 
And that's a courtesy of uh, Dr. Bolt's open seven days a week. The whole service is free. And with that, you get 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe. Our friend Daniel has opened it up. Chef Daniel is now serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. And uh, he just wants to serve you folks a good wholesome meal. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City, the Twin Sons Cafe. Also want to thank uh, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique. This is the last week of their 30% off lingerie clearance sale. All you have to do is say Geek Show says hey. That sale ends on May 6th. So uh, go see them at uh, 293 South State Street in Clearfield or go to blackvelvetboutique.com and say hi to them. Also want to thank Haster Games, also a fine sponsor of the uh, podcast at 6831 South State Street here in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturdays and noon to 5 on Sundays so you can stay and play. And don't forget that Dungeons & Dragons has the Mordekainen's Book of Foes releasing in May. And if you pre-order through Haster, you're going to get a special version with a very different collectible cover art. So uh, go down to Haster and talk to them about that. Also, Booze Teak. Hi, Ivy. They're at 315 East Broadway, open daily from 11-ish, when she shows up, to 7. And, of course, they got uh, Star Wars Day Booze Teak uh, items and uh, getting ready for Mother's Day as well. Ivy can help you out with either of these things. And if you mention Geek Show, they'll give you a 15% discount on your purchase. 315 East Broadway for Booze Teak. And also Sugar Glider is a superhero teen who battles adolescent issues like bullying, self-image problems, peer pressure, mental illness. Shelby Webb, who's like 13, created this comic book series. And the launch party is Saturday, May 12th at 50 West Club and Cafe in Salt Lake from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm going to be there. And uh, tickets and all the info can be found at Glider Comics. That's comics with an X dot com or on Facebook at Sugar Glider Comic. All right, just look for all that. So much going on. Good heavens. we got to get to this episode um, where we do have a free comic book day preview. We uh, give you our feelings spoiler-free on Infinity War. All that's coming up on this episode called Symbioti. Symbioti. Pleased to enjoy. Coming up after these. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Shelby Webb is the creator of Sugar Glider, a new comic book series with a cause. Sugar Glider is a superhero teen who battles adolescent issues like bullying, self-image problems, peer pressure, and mental illness, just to name a few. The first four-part series of the comic features the amazing band X-Ambassadors, who partner up with their heroine to identify the struggle of the first antagonist, Prism. This comic puts a voice to the issues young people face and finds positive outlets to heal. Join the launch party Saturday, May 12th at 50 West Club and Cafe in Salt Lake City from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Feel free to cosplay. There are going to be giveaways and a raffle. Tickets and all the info can be found at glidercomics.com. That's comics with an X. Or on Facebook at Sugar Glider Comic. 
Mother's Day is coming up. Don't put it off until the last minute. Go to Boo's Teak and find something today. Boo's Teak is your Mother's Day gift emporium with tea, chocolate, sassy cards, and copper mugs, plus wine and cocktail accessories. Don't forget, Mom. Get her something from Boo's Teak. You're the reason that she drinks anyway. If you mention Geek Show, they'll give you a 15% discount on your purchase. Boo's Teak, 315 East Broadway, just steps away from the wine store. Open 11-ish to 7 daily. Don't forget to like them on Facebook. And welcome back to the basement. Woohoo! Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, hi, Shannon. Hey, hey. How are you? Just really good. Thanks for asking. Just love sitting across from your face. Oh. Oh. Quit it. <laughs> Stop winking at each other. <laughs> All right. Getting weird. Uh, pub quiz Wednesday nights. Oh, is this a new yeah, show? Oh, cool. We're starting. Yes. It's the third one, huh? Yes. Yeah. Time's a little fluid for me today. Fluid. Because uh, <laughs> of all the fluids you've been drinking. No, it's only my second beer. Man. Oh, okay. There's a reason they're called time fluids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I do this I do this pub quiz, man. Yes. It's on Wednesday nights at the Lucky 13. You ever had a hamburger? Yes. Oh, they fucking got them. Yeah, I love hamburgers. Yeah, I've got seats and drinks. And nice people working. And me, God, don't get me started on me. <laughs> How great you are. Oh, fucking great. <laughs> so, just come. I mean, I words cheapen it. Words cheapen words, the pub quiz. Words, the, trying to describe it with okay. limited human words. <laughs> Can you do it in an interpretive dance? I could, but that's not good for a podcast. I'll no. do it for you guys later. Thank it's you. good for yeah, me, though. Uh, 8.30, lucky 13. Oh. All right. It's fucking great. The, <laughs> the end. The end. Thank you. <laughs> Just I never know. I, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh. he's got the Shannon pause. Got, you know. I don't know. My favorite kind of dance is when they dance around, but they say what they're doing. They're like pirouette, oh, pirouette. So, so like a leak, modern, leak. like like contemporary musical. <laughs> shimmy, 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 shimmy. <laughs> he likes his dancing with subtitles. He's Jimmy Mark. Leapfrog, leapfrog. <laughs> I don't think that's a dance move. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. You're going to the wrong dance clubs. Oh, man. Jump. Jump, jump. <laughs> Jumpity, jumpity, jump. Tip, 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 tip. Tippy toe, tippy toe, tippy toe. So you guys saw my Lemmings musical then. It's great. Yeah, it's great. One and a half stars, just like Pacific Rim. Oh. Um, <laughs> snowball fight at the end was just for you. Ooh. Oh. Watch me on KSL. Big blue mouth off. Uh, you can listen to me on Geek Show and Mediocre Show and read me in Slug. And uh, yeah. All right. Fingers crossed. Next week, we'll see. Uh, he has a snowball fight at the end. He's Lee George Cade. Every single damn day. And just like the kid from Pacific Rim Uprising, I too was a native of Los oh. Angeles. And if I had gone somewhere and seen snow for the first time, I would have also thrown a snowball. Oh, okay. you're talking about that kind of snowball. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, no, not the other kind of snowball. <laughs> the <That's>... hostess snowballs? <laughs> no, oh. the, oh, <laughs> no, yeah. Tony. No, no, Tony. Huh. Honestly, right. if Shannon ever offers you a snowball from now on, you accept it immediately. No, no. Oh, it's a mess. It I'm makes D. a mess. I'm getting, just, I'm getting mixed signals here. Yeah, just no. close your eyes and yeah. just open wide. No. Uh, okay. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> no. no. Urban Dictionary. Don't do no. it at work. No. Uh, don't, no. Don't. Don't, yeah. don't do your it at work because then they'll see what you've been looking yeah. up. He's uh, he's not going to look that up. He's quad T. Hey, no <laughs> snowballs for this guy. No snowball fights for you, huh? Nope. nope. You fucking prude. Yeah, well. <laughs> what can I say? Check me out on uh, Twitter if you want, at Quad T Tony, or always here on The Geek Show or on The Gadget Spot every other week with Jaron Owen and a super secret special guest. 
All right. That's it for me. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, we have a... Maybe get Doug the Deathless on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He no die. Put him on. Do we have a host? We do. Oh, yes. Do we? His Hi. name is Carrie Jackson. Oh, what? Is this one? We will. Uh, Monday, okay. through, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. <laughs> His name's Jay. God, come on. X96, X96.com. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Jeremiah from uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, guys. Uh, has stopped by because uh, at the end of this week, because today is the 30th, the end of this week is Free Comic Book Day. On May 5th. May 5th, the Saturday. Nice. May the 5th be with you. It's always the first Saturday <laughs> in May. Wow. And uh, Free Comic Book Day works like this you find a participating comic book store near you, and you go in and you get. Free comics. All the comics you can fit in your pants. Well, <laughs> every comic shop is different. Uh, I, I went to one once in Southern California on Free Comic Book Day, and they had them picked out for you, and they handed you no. a bag. They, no! They handed you a bag and said, here. And I thought that was odd. because yeah. You, know, you look like a, this bad guy. I mean, I've been going to Volts. Oh, how, how long has Volts been around now? Uh... Two years from now, it'll be the 30th year that Dr. Volts 30, will have been yeah. open. Oh, nice. Are you kidding Dave me? Dave will have owned yeah. it. Oh, I was going to say, okay. Yeah, so I've been going there 30 years. And, and Free Comic Book Day's always just been, there's a table. Take what you take want. Take what you want. You know, And that's how you guys do it, right? Yeah, we, we, we have a limit so people don't go crazy. So we want to make sure everyone gets comics. It's usually like five or seven or yeah. something like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, the, all the publishers send us free books to give out to kind of promote upcoming stuff or, or kind of kick off big stories. Um, Dr. Volts will also be having a sale that day, as mm-hmm. we usually do. Everything, mm-hmm. I think, will be at least 20% off. We haven't ironed out the details, but I think yeah. that's the minimum. Uh, but yeah, I brought some books. I wanted to show you so guys. So the, these are some of the comics that will be handed out. Yeah, I brought a, I brought a lot. You guys can look through this stack. I'm just going to kind of go through a couple of noteworthy ones what here. What are the notables? Uh, first off, kicking off a 20-issue series from Tokyo Pop. So it's a manga. You read it backwards like a manga. Okay. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, Zero's really? Journey. Really? It is a uh, story about his dog. Uh, it's so I, weird to read it backwards. <laughs> yeah, it takes a little get a, getting used to. There's some interesting art in there, too. But oh, it's I, in color. It is in color. Huh. Yes. Anybody? Yeah, pa- pass that around. Yeah, See go, that. Go uh, another one that's going to be big is the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Shattered Grid. There's a story they're doing right now where the, the, Green Ranger from an, or the evil Green Ranger from an alternate dimension is going through time and, like, Killing all the Power Rangers. This all ties of the into Green the... Rangers are evil. I don't care. <laughs> Why would Tommy do such a thing? Especially is especially if it's J- Jason David Frank. He's yeah. always he's still yeah he's evil. Um, Trust me. Oh, Kiki, <laughs> Kiki, uh, Kiki will be excited that the My Hero Academia comic. Oh, is actually, yeah. I, I brought that just in case. There, I didn't know if anyone else was showing up, so I yeah. brought that just in this, case. This, this is Kiki's jam. <laughs> yeah, My Hero Academia is, is. I've actually been watching that too on her recommendation. Yeah, between that, between that, One Punch Man, and what's the other superhero anime that's out right now? That they're they're all just fucking hysterical. I think I, if you ask me, One Punch Man is is a cut above everything else superhero wise, but that's just me. Yeah, I really like One Punch Man. What else we got? A Star Wars comic? This is uh, so Marvel puts out the Star Wars books, but they do have a kids book that IDW puts out called Star Wars Adventures, uh, and they are putting out a free Star Wars book that looks like it ties into Solo. Ooh. Oh, because you got it's Han and Chewie, there. young young Han and Chewie, and the the artwork is 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 uh, like aimed at kids, I think. Yeah, yeah they're they're still they're really fun books. I get them. Um, oh my gosh! Oh, that's this a good is an one. Invader Zim one that. Jacqueline, Jacqueline Phoenix, ever what? say it? Let me see. 
He wrote it. Joaquin Phoenix wrote this? Not, not Joaquin. What's well, his name? <laughs> Johnny. Who? Jordan Vasquez. Jordan Vasquez. Oh. The actual creator, so it's okay. written by him. Oh, you got a, you I'm wearing an Invader Zim shirt. You got a Legend of Korra comic. Actually, that's comic. that next one that Shannon has, 2000 AD. That looks cool, too. Uh, typically, 2000 AD is one of the mature books they put out. What does that say up in the top corner, Shannon? All ages, because it's the, what, the uh, there's. I was like, Judge Dredd? I was all excited. And I opened it up, and it's Cadet Dredd. So it's like, Judge <laughs> oh. Dredd? It's Judge Dredd, and he's training Cadet Dredd. He's you know a little I, kid. You know what I'm most excited about? I've been waiting since the show started. To see what would happen if they did Riverdale, but as a comic. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> finally, finally. Got it. Finally, Archie and the gang are getting a comic. I just think uh, that's terrific. If you're an Overwatch fan, there's a free Overwatch comic. And yep, it's got a Zarya story, I think. But right. these are, to me, these are the three big ones. All right. I just uh, to the and there's actually a fourth one I don't have here, but I'll talk about that one last. Okay. Uh, first off, one of the two Marvel books gives us our first look at Jason Aaron and Sarah Pacelli's Avengers. Oh. And our first look at Tanahisi Coates and Lidl Yu's Captain America. Oh, good, because I want to. I'm re, I'm going to read both of those titles. Oh, we're going to be seeing some new Spider-Man from a buddy of ours pretty soon. Yeah, yes, we true. are. I can't uh, wait for that. Uh, you you may be oh. seeing some sooner than you think. Uh-huh. In, in in a couple of books here, uh, <laughs> Image is putting out Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, okay. Um, it's one of the mature books. There's like one panel with boobs in it. Actually, it's uh, one panel with uh, some intercourse in it. Wow. Uh, but it is. Uh, the first issue is going to be on Free Comic Day, okay. and the other five issues, or the other four issues, are going to come out weekly through May. So if you like that, and, and look at the way that they've done this one, it's it's not holding it upright. You're holding it sideways, like, like a, a calendar, like a calendar. So with, to read it, uh, Panel Syndicate is what uh, Brian K. Vaughn started. It's basically he puts out issues, and it's like you buy the issue and you pay what you feel like paying. Just whatever you feel like paying. That was originally released digitally. Oh, okay. In, in, in that format. Now they're releasing it physically. All right. Um, what the hell's going on over at Archie Comics? <laughs> oh, well, they don't look like Archie dude, Comics anymore. They're killing it with all their books. Is that the Betty and Veronica Bron- biker book? Betty and Veronica, Vixens Hunted. Whoa. And they're like tied together. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then look, Vampironica. Yeah, their horror books are... The best books is they're Jug doing. Jughead a vampire? Is yeah. He, no, he's a werewolf. werewolf. He's a are werewolf. They, werewolf. Are they ever going to do the superhero versions of them? Because in the Archie comics, they each had superhero versions of I themselves. Haven't, I haven't heard anything, but I hope so. Because Archie was true heart, as That's I recall. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. So I have two books left to talk about. Lee mentioned it earlier. This is your first look at Ryan Otley's yes! Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Local boy done good. Oh, it, Ryan. It, it doesn't, his, store, his book doesn't actually start till July, but That's you can a book get a that, look at it. I want to look at that it. That is too. a book that definitely doesn't shit in the sink. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's never shit in the sink. I nope. That. It's never shit in the sink. Boy, he, he, I freaking love his art. He does some great work. Oh, uh, Ryan, he, we're so proud of you. He was, That's, I think he was born to draw that. Look, look, look at his rhino. His rhino yeah. His rhino's like Sam Keith had a baby with Ryan Otley. It looks oh, rad. This is, I may start reading Spider Man again. <laughs> yep. Just to support Ryan. Um, then, last book. Uh, I don't physically have it here. Because it's technically not a free comic book day book, but we're going to be giving it to you free anyway. Oh, Shannon, listen up. Uh, DC Comics. Uh, that week, uh, most stores, there, there's an issue coming out called DC Nation Number Zero. And basically, it's kind of a, a sneak peek or uh, a lead-in to three of their big uh, stories going on over the summer. There's a story that leads into uh, Catwoman and Batman's wedding by Tom King, and the Joker is like, well, these two shouldn't get married. I should I'm mess gonna, everything up. I'm going to screw this up. Uh, there is a story uh, that leads into 
Scott Snyder's No Justice Story, which is kind of kicking off his big, huge Justice League opus that he's mm-hmm. planning. And then that's going to be uh, a sneak peek at Man of Steel by Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. And uh, oh, I think it's Jose Garcia Lopez is, is drawing that story. So, yeah. But uh, all I know is is that Bendis is writing Superman, and I'm going to be reading Superman. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm something actually, that is never I've never said that I, I will be reading Superman. That, although you've handed me quite a few very have, very good, did, uh, that, like the two parter a couple of weeks ago. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Oh, so but good. Have you have you read any Black Hammer? I have not, but it's uh, on my radar. I'm seeing an ad for this Sherlock Frankenstein comic, and mm-hmm. uh, that that really intrigues me. This this hits all my Hellboy uh, buttons. We, we, <laughs> we, we have it at the I think it's up to issue two or three. Okay. Oh, look, um, and there's my boy. But the, the reason I bring up the DC Nation is they did this promotion. If you ordered uh, a certain amount, 5,000 copies, which we did, uh, wow. you get to personalize it. Uh, the entire back cover will be a Dr. Volt's like, personalized... Uh, it's it's our own special variant. Oh, uh, that is cool! And we're giving it away for free. It's normally a quarter. Uh, if you if you're not in Utah and go somewhere else, uh, I don't know how other stores are going to handle handle it. But we figured, hey, this is good promotion. Uh, so come get your own specialized Doctor Volts DC Nation number zero. I want one. I want one too. You'll we'll we'll have plenty. I don't think we're going to run out. Okay. <laughs> I can't go. afford your free comics. Um, <laughs> and then last thing, Doctor Volts. Uh, I don't think I mentioned it earlier. We are opening at nine a.m. for free for free comic, comic day uh, instead of our normal hours. And people line up in, at least an hour before. So if you want to get there early, make sure mm-hmm. uh, you get the books you want. Well, you know the cosplayers will be there. And- yep. That's it's where all my friends are. That's where they are. And <laughs> it, and take, you know, if your kids have been enjoying the Marvel movies yeah. or the Justice League movie and all that, take them to free comic book day. There's plenty of stuff for kids. Yeah, there's there's uh, all these free kids comics that are there. And then send them back to the quarter bin and yeah. say, get $5 worth. And they'll walk away with a stack of comics and they'll lock themselves in their room and they'll be quiet for days. They'll leave you, they'll <laughs> leave you alone. They will. Uh, you know, you, you'll you'll thank us for this uh, because they'll they'll get back into reading, and they'll get this new cool hobby, and you can read it with them. And you know, I just I just think that's it's free comic book day is a great thing. Anyway, uh, real quickly here before we take a break, we have your questions coming up. Boy, do we ever! But seventy six of them to be exact. I have a question for you guys first. Oh no! Because I found this story. Okay. Uh, Brad Payton, director of Rampage. Yeah said this in an interview. I have seen Predator over 365 times. It's like once a day for a whole year. Whenever when that exactly movie when oh. that movie came out, I had a friend who would record everything on VHS and I borrowed his VHS tape and I watched Predator one summer literally every single day. I had seen it previous probably 10 times and I've seen it a lot since then. So I know for a fact I've definitely seen it for a year. <laughs> Is there any movie that you guys can say? You don't have to be a year, but cl- yeah, you yeah. know, close. What's 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 the movie that you have seen more oh, than any say. movie? I've got two: uh, Back to the Future Two, and uh, and no one can watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off with me <laughs> because I won't shut the fuck up because I know every fucking line in that. Entire Not movie. Back to the <laughs> Future though. No, two. Two. I've always had an affinity towards movies that go to the future, and so I just <laughs> when they go in, when they go to 2015, I was just like lost my mind. There so I'd always go. I'd watch it all the time. I've seen the first one probably just as much, but 
two always comes up, but Ferris Bueller is the one that I, I I cannot watch it without like saying every line of dialogue with it. Like where everybody's just like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed about my. Me too. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed if mine was Roadhouse too, but you know. Oh, no, I decided. Yes! No, I decided the Roadhouse. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. No, because I've seen that movie so many fucking times. <laughs> Whenever it's on cable, I <clears throat> I'll watch it. Right, but mm-hmm. um, oh, this is embarrassing. Mannequin. That uh, was high school. I've seen The Lost Boys way too many times. Really? <laughs> I've seen that movie so many. We used to. Michael. Uh, Michael. <laughs> Come outside, Michael! I have never seen that show uh, not on some substance. Oh, so I have no idea what we, the movie's like. So when it was at the Valley Fair Mall Dollar Theater, mm-hmm. when I got there, we uh, cut class. <laughs> and I saw it 48 times while it was in the... Wow. 48 <laughs> times in the theater? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I spent 48 bucks on that movie. $48. Well, then, wow. then, then you did it wrong. Wow. And then, and then I bought it when it came out. Of course you did. I've seen that movie way too many times. I wanted Kiefer Sutherland's hair. I, <laughs> I have three that I think I've seen more than just about anything, and, and it's it's weird because one of them's a Valley Fair Mall dollar theater movie. So, um, but Empire Strikes Back, I've seen over a hundred times. That's and right. I know I've um, seen yeah. that one a ton yeah. too. Uh, I'd say that the original Highlander, I had that on a VHS that I taped off oh, of shit. HBO. We probably watched it thirty oh, times yeah, together. Yeah, uh, probably a hundred or more times. But the movie that I went to the Valley Fair Mall to see uh, the summer that it was out, and I would just sit in the theater all day. So I'd pay my buck for the first showing at 11, and I would stay there because my house was not a happy place during that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd just sit there through every showing of Starman. Oh, really? <laughs> With Jeff Bridges. So <laughs> Jeff Bridges. I, I, seriously, that summer, I think I saw it four or five times a day, three or four times a week for months. Was it red light stop, green light go, oh, yeah, yeah. yellow light go faster? Yeah, no, I just I just remember watching. I mean, it would get to the point where I would just invite people to go hang out with me at the Dollar Theater, and we just sit and watch Starman, and then yeah. we go out to the food court and wow, get in a fight. Hey, that was later. <laughs> no, man, that was the that was the training ground for West Valley. Yeah, if you if you really wanted to learn how to fight, because what was cool <laughs> is that you could learn how to fight cowboys or rockers or the the rare rocker variant, the Hessian. Yeah, and then when she learned how to fight a Hessian, that's or like gang members. It, yeah, you gotta fight because well, that was later '80s. Yeah. Later '80s. Then all of a sudden, the Vatos and the Cholos started rolling in, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, I already learned how to fight uh, Hessians." <laughs> and then you go, and you're like, "Okay, I I can fight. I can fight a Vato. That's gonna be all right." I mean, but the Vato's friends are gonna jump in. But this Cholo's gonna kick the shit out of me. So <laughs> I'm gonna go back and fight this. I, I'm gonna fight this Hessian again <laughs> over by Claire's. Every time we go out there to the new fancy theater, mm-hmm. and uh, we're like, I, I just look around and go. Man, I've been in so many fucking fights here. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to go anywhere near the Dollar Theater part of Valley Fair Mall because I'm just yeah. like I know that there's some there's, dude there that remembers me from somebody's, somebody's waiting up in that tree to yell at me and call me a faggot and then come out yeah. and kick my ass. Yeah, he's gonna be like, he's gonna look at his kid and he's gonna be like, I, I know I haven't done anything bad in like 30 years, but look at that Capitone over there. And the kid's gonna be like, What, Dad? You were a vato? And he's gonna be like, Yeah. Look at my fighting Lee tattoos. I never stopped. <laughs> you turn the Vato, corner, son. Turn the corner. The guy behind the cashier at the hot dog on a stick just takes his hat off, and throws it, and hops over. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we meet again. I, I seriously. Got, I've been working here for thirty years. I got kicked, waiting for you to return. I got kicked out of Valley Fair Mall for a fight that spilled into the Hammonds toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fighting at the Valley Fair um, Mall. Well, uh, my uh, two <laughs> two movies particularly. Uh, one was when I was in high school. The other one was when I was in college. But for, for whatever reason, these two movies each summer uh, tickled my funny bone. In high school, it was 
The Adventures of Joe Dirt. Oh, oh, God. You watch that like many times. I'm listening now. Yeah, exactly. I told you. Just wait for me to go. And then in college, we got hung up on uh, on Hot Rod. We watched Hot Rod. No, oh, I still have never seen that over movie. and over again. It's, it's I've never seen funny. either of those yeah. movies. Hot Rod's yeah. way funny. Jeremiah? Yeah, I, I don't I, think I've seen Joe Dirt either. You're better off. You're, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I'm going to exempt. You just shit on his favorite movie, man. <laughs> I didn't say it was my favorite. I just watched it a oh, lot. Oh, good, because those movies yeah, are Yeah, they didn't terrible. have to be your favorite. It's yeah. just the ones that you've seen a million times. So I'm going to exempt Star Wars from mine. Cause yeah, I have to do yeah. that as well. Uh, I have two. Uh, Jurassic Park. It's my favorite movie of all time. When I'm sad, sick, whatever, I'll pop in Jurassic Park. Wow. It's a uh, special, special it, movie. It, it is. It still holds up. Uh, but then the other one, I saw probably six or seven times in theaters and... That was all within the first three days it was out. And then countless other times at home, uh, Star Trek First Contact. Uh, yeah. I, I was in... I was in a good one. I was in middle school, I think, when it came out. And I used to live <laughs> in South Salt Lake. And I walked down to the Century 16 when it was the old theaters. It was like the Century 9 and the Century whatever. Yeah, they had the, yeah, the boobs of the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I walked down there multiple days and watched First Contact because yeah. I love the board. Neat. It's funny to think that I've been married to a person since... Before Maya was in middle school. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. He said he was in middle school, and I'm like, yeah, I went on the junket to first contact. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, see, for me, I'd have to eliminate uh, your Star Wars, your Empire. Your Wrath of Khan. Uh, your, your Wrath of Khan. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, your Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, we're see. talking about normal movies. Yeah. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. 1941. Um, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I watch it once a year. Pink Floyd the Wall. Uh, yeah. I think the one that I probably, that I do have committed to memory is the original Airplane. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, God, I love that. I've probably seen that Isn't a it really million PG? times, too. It's, it's a PG, yeah. and it's got boob in it. Boob. Yep. This, Bouncy boob. Bouncy boob. This last Christmas, I went to visit my mom for Christmas, and we watched, uh, we rented it on like, Amazon, the, the movie that it was... That they had taken it from. Oh, so like yeah. Ground Zero Airport or something 77. like that. Airport 77. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no it's, it's, ba- it's based on this classic film. Like Ground oh. Zero or something. I can't remember And there, the if you name. go on YouTube and you, you look up Airplane and this other movie, there is a side-by-side. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, so it's just a funny version of it's, that show? It's the exact same movie they just with par- jokes. They oh. just put jokes in this movie. Wow. And remade it. Wow. Um, remember, and, you're, remember you're just like, who the fuck is knew that Leslie Nielsen was this funny. Exactly. <laughs> it's called you know Zero I mean? Hour. Zero Hour. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Thank you. Hey, Shannon, you remember that kiosk that was right next to Taco Maker where you can go and buy like incense holders and butterfly uh-huh. knives? Yeah, yeah. I remember going there once and these guys wanted to fight me. And it I was went. called the Keyhole. It's the Keyhole. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> you could buy your anth- anthrax t shirts there too. Yeah, I went into the Keyhole and I very loudly proclaimed, I want that butterfly knife right now. There. <laughs> <laughs> it was five ninety nine. It's Pakistani steel. I was really excited to finally have that because I realized by loudly proclaiming that I had a knife that I had purchased from the keyhole, I wasn't necessarily gonna have to fight anybody that day. Uh, me and my brother would always buy Chinese stars there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd take them home, and they were so like not Flimsy. sharp. Yeah. We're trying to throw them into the wall, <laughs> and they would just like bend. We're like, fuck. Chinese stars aren't as cool as we thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while we get them. St- Actually, we had a bunch of big nicks in the back of the house. Kathy Ann Barnson was not impressed with you. <laughs> Just for the, the scenario. We've been practicing our skills, Mom. 
just for the, the scenario that that brings up an airplane, my favorite line I think is, uh, "I know you, you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar," and the whole shit that happens in that cockpit with that little kid <laughs> is one of the greatest things on it. So, do you like gladiator movies? Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? It's it was a, it was a transcendent film for me. No, oh, I agree. The, the 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 flitty guy in the control room just kills me. Yeah. Yes, and maybe it's brooch. Maybe it's a pterodactyl. What can you make of this? Oh, I can make a hat. Or I can make a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to watch it. What do you make of this? Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's take a break. Uh, we got broken news coming up, and uh, then uh, your questions. So uh, seventy-nine of them. Yes, uh, I know. You know what? I'll never get over Macho Grande. I'll never get over not Macho Grande. <laughs> After these <laughs> messages, we'll be right back. Black Velvet Boutique, where they want to remind you this is your last chance to get 30% off all lingerie. Yes, this sale is going until May 6th, and all you have to do is mention Geek Show, and you'll receive 30% off your lingerie purchases. Well, yeah, think of the sexy time, but think of all the cosplay fun that you can have as well. They're open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or you can go to blackvelvetboutique.com. Uh, when it comes to your sexual partner, like any healthy relationship, communication is key. Listen to them. Encourage them to share their sexual needs and desires. But don't forget to share your needs, too. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. And it is inventory reduction time at Black Velvet Boutique. So remember, you've got until the 6th of May to tell them Geek Show said, says hey, and you'll get 30% off lingerie. I just realized that that rhymes. Open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Ugh. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. May the 4th be with you. In observance of Star Wars Day, Boostique will feature Star Wars entertaining accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca koozies, and more until Revenge of the Fifth. And don't forget Mother's Day is coming up on May 13th. Boostique is your Mother's Day gift emporium. They got tea, chocolate, sassy cards, copper mugs, wine and cocktail accessories. Never forget, Mom. You're the reason that she took up drinking in the first place. And as always, if you mention Geek Show, they'll give you a 15% discount on your purchase. Boostique at 350 East Broadway, open daily from 11-ish to 7 p.m. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients local. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. 
Pastor Games is your locally owned and operated store for all modern and classic board games, magic games, and much more. Here's what's happening at Haster Games for the rest of the month. Magic the Gathering Dominaria pre-release is happening April 20th through the 22nd. If you pre-order your boxes of Dominaria through Haster, you can receive them a week early. You can pick them up at the pre-release, so why not stay and play? Dominaria releases, they're having a special draft event on April 27th. D&D has the Mordecanon's Book of Foes releasing in May. Now, if you pre-order to get your copy of a special pre-order version, you'll get very different cover art on that special version. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and magic products as well. It's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games at 6831 South State Street. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturdays and noon to 5 on Sundays, or you can go to HasterGames.com. Remember, Haster has it. Broken news, welcome to it. Woo! And uh, <sighs> this uh, this episode does not have a name yet, so it, it might happen. It might happen okay. at, in, in this in this broken news moment. So we'll, or, or, we, or we could call it the episode that could not be named, or, or that, yeah. or that. Man, that. That's that's like Harry Potter ish. That's true. You know, we got to come up with Geek something. Show in the episode that not could be named. Uh, now it's getting long. Yeah, <laughs> that's to be careful. Episode man. unknown. We'll get there. Just don't 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 force it. We'll uh, we'll right. we'll get there. But we'll get back to the episode in just a moment hmm. where we answer your questions. Ah, and those are always fun. Uh, okay, let's begin with the broken news. First, uh, Jay, Shannon, Jimmy, here Hello. in the basement. For yeah, broken and I news. think two of us have been drinking all weekend. Shit, yeah. Well, two, <laughs> no, well, you, unless Carrie, I. Yeah, I've, I've been I, drinking all week. I just yeah. got off a plane like yeah. an hour ago, and I had a Bloody Mary like okay. two hours. Oh, so ago. You, you've drinks for the. Oh way. no, I fired it. I fired it back up. Oh, I was, okay. I thought you were gonna wait till I was gonna wait till the till the party on the twenty seventh. But I was like, eh, I'm not doing VR sober. This is gonna be good. Me and Jen had a really special vacation this weekend. Oh, really? What'd you do? Uh, we uh, we uh, went to Main Street. <laughs> My man, he <laughs> <laughs> did a home a stay at home. Yeah, a staycation. Main Street's getting kind of cool here. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, there's so Not many bad. good bars. And we Tenwell, are well, Tenwell, the spot. Yeah. This, uh, well, I'm talking about just like right downtown where you can ride the train for oh, free yeah. back yeah, yeah. and forth. Oh I mean, yeah, we're like a big and, boy and city. Quor- yeah, and quarters is like a block away from Main yeah. Street. The cool, yeah. the cool part is I. All right, well, I got, I got drunk with Kiki at her house last night. Oh, you I saw me. that. I saw. I saw it. It was on. It was on the Snapchat. Mm-hmm. He was telling me about this. Our our, this shit. our occasional uh, special guest, Kiki Furiosa. Yeah. It was it was great because. Because Kiki, we, we're from California, so we have that vibe there, and, and we just we we miss home. So anytime I hang out with her, I try to do the blackest shit possible. So I showed up with some forties <laughs> and some uh, flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, and, and yeah, bad decisions. I just actually saw at the theater that I went to the other day. Uh, they serve flaming hot Cheetos with nacho cheese on them. That shit now. is good though. <laughs> How bad it is. But I'm, she, not, I'm not judging. But I that's like, had them. But she had her friends, the Guardians of the Ghetto, come out. Uh, th- those are her gamer friends that we play Overwatch yeah. with. They're from like. Uh, Florida and uh, Detroit and they, and and uh, Georgia and they all came out to visit. Yeah, it looks and like you guys partied. are having fun. Yeah, thanks we for, thanks for the invite. You know, that's cool. on her. That's on her. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there. I was on vacation right in that area. I'm, I mean, I I could have went. I could have been invited to the staycation. I could have flown home. Thanks a lot, Dick. Yeah, <laughs> my, I mean, you look like you were having fun. I seen your videos. <laughs> had a good for time. the win. <laughs> all right, let's begin uh, with. Uh, you know, I, I I texted Jay earlier. We were talking about 
Infinity War. Yeah. And uh, oh, be careful what you say. Well, I'm sticking to facts. Whoa! Spoiler Whoa. alert! Whoa! I'm sticking there's to a, facts. There's a fact in there. Whoa! And guys, stop it! There's a movie called Infinity War. Whoa. Spoiler alert! Spoiler. <laughs> Holy shit, guy! Right. Now here, here. I didn't want to know that. <laughs> they say things in it. What? See, here's here's the thing. I didn't want to know that, Carrie. Is I know that all of y'all. Stop with the spoilers. Here's the thing. I know that all of y'all have not done anything spoilery online. We haven't. I did one thing on the news. I just took out a box of tissues. That's all I That's did. That's all you need. Apparently, I ruined everything. Oh, no. You know, Can I read mine? Because because I've seen your, your posts. No, let me read my... And, all right. Let me read my Facebook posts because that I none, I'm telling you, none of the Geek Show okay. guys have spoiled... I would never spoil a movie for fucking anybody. They have, I wouldn't. They have, yeah. None of the Geek Show guys have spoiled this for anybody. If you want to blame anybody, you blame Forbes, you blame the New York Times. Facts. Right. Well, you know. I mean, I, okay, did, so, I did say Ultron died. Oh, so, oh, I'm way behind. So this is my Facebook post I put out. All right. It just said, holy shit, people! Exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. Number one. It's just a movie. Yep. Number two, read a comic. Nobody stays dead ever. Mm-hmm. Is that a fucking spoiler? That's not a spoiler. Well, I, to, I don't think to, it's a spoiler. The only thing, because this is what people got on me about. I said, if you think nobody dies in the movie with war in the title, I can't no, help you anymore. No, and it's, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Like, I seriously, I had to take down that Facebook post. Because people were fucking crying about it in, in the comments, and I got multiple fucking uh, like private messages calling me a fucking asshole. But here's the thing: is that g- before the movie even opened, I read many articles in mainstream publications about which of your favorite heroes is going to die. Right. Not to mention the fact that actors in the movie, yeah, were talking about. People yeah. dying. Not no. saying who, right? But characters and did I, and did dying. Did I say so who Kat, died? Cat's argument is she's like the Russo brothers told everybody, like, yeah, there's going to be some deaths. Yeah, like, they've said I mean, it. Yeah, they flat out said it. And, that, yeah. and, and for my post, that could have been one person dying. Yeah. And, but I'm just going to say, you all need to calm the fuck down. I just want to say for one thing. For fuck's sake, tell me one Marvel movie where not one person or bystander or anybody does not die. Exactly. But yeah, I'm just like I, ugh, I'm, I'm kind of mad at people today. Well, but I, as I was saying to Jay earlier. When he was talking about, he he went back and he read Infinity, the Infinity Gauntlet. I read Infinity Gauntlet. I read yeah. Return of Thanos. You guys, uh, for for those reading, uh, go back read Return of Thanos. It, it's a Silver Surfer trade. Then read Infinity Gauntlet. Then read Infinity War. Yeah, trust me, it, you can't help but appreciate what they fucking did. Well, and that's that's and that's what I texted back to him. I said we have just witnessed history. Oh, I agree. I mean, mm-hmm, if yeah. you if you think about everything that they did, and this is what pissed me off about the New York Times review, um, was when you think about everything that they did leading up to this, and the fact that they were able to tell a good story. Yeah. And it's not based on the comic stories. Nope. It's just kind of borrowed but it's, from. It's it's got the same theme. But it's got the it's, same theme. And, 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 and that's my thing. That's my well, thing. Is like I read so many people like online being going. I'm so scared to go to this movie because mm-hmm. they knew somebody was going to fucking die. Yeah, you know, thematically they stuck they stuck to the, the the story. I mean, Jesus Thanos plus an Infinity Gauntlet equals mass casualties. Yes, yes. period. Yes. It like, like what this. did you expect? And, yeah. and the most important thing that people forgot, and I I'm going to kind of blame Marvel Studios for this. 
Because they originally, it was called Infinity War Part 1. Yeah. And they dropped the Part 1. Mm-hmm. I think that marketing-wise, that was not a good idea. Because Do you people, think people think it's, it's, a, it's because, a final? Because people are like, that's it? Yeah, a lot of. But if you say part one in their heads, they go, "Oh, oh, oh I yeah. see. There's the, more." The way well, been, well, the way I've been describing it too, I'm like, "You have to look at this. It's a cliffhanger." Like in yeah. part one, probably would have said it. I go, "But think about the two things of this. One is picture the Empire Strikes Back. Luke gets his hand cut off, finds out Vader's dad, mm-hmm. and Han is in carbonite. Mm-hmm. Cred- uh-huh. Roll credits. Guess what? Oh shit! You, you don't have to wait three years for that motherfucker. Like we did. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you you remember? Oh yeah, man. I'm like, Back. oh shit! What the fuck? Back in my day, we had to wait three years to see how our shit turned oh, out. Lobbity flu. Um, no, and I will tell you this stuff. Yeah. I think Marvel might have a little bit of a problem on their hands with this one. Shit the bed a little bit? Uh, no, they did not shit the bed. I think I think they did everything perfectly. I love everything about that film. Yep. But I want you to think about the reaction your wife and my girlfriend had to that movie. Mm-hmm. They're both like, I never want to see that fucking movie again. Yeah. yeah, they were pissed well, no, off. The, they were well, pissed they off. Well, that was the big hurt. debate. That was the big well, debate is whether it would pa- surpass Black Panther. And a lot of people say you're not going to want to watch this movie again. Right. <laughs> well, to a degree, I, I, I agree with you. But and Carrie's probably got the numbers in front of him. But with, a, no, no. with, with a 250 million dollar domestic opening, oh, and, and a six hundred thirty million dollar yeah, worldwide, well, they no, good. I'll, I'll, they're, they're fine. fine. I'll break down the numbers in a moment. But, 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 <laughs> but I'm saying. And I've noticed most of my uh, female friends mm-hmm. are not happy with this film. I don't know anybody who's really happy with I'm it. Happy no, with I'm happy. I, I was thrilled with it. But not, I hang on. When I say yeah. not happy, you didn't walk out of that theater oh. skipping like you would oh, just no. watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I, but I felt, I I felt like it. I saw. I, I, I'm calling it. It's the perfect superhero film. Yeah. Ooh. I, I'm telling you right now. Oh, now see, I thought about superhero. Film. I thought about that, and so I went back and I watched uh, Civil War again this weekend. What about Winter Soldier, though, man? And that's Winter Soldier, and and man, mm-hmm. it's but this you got to give it points for the achievement. Well, yeah, you and, know? I, and I, the thing is, too, I mean, back to the historical but, part of it. Yeah, you know? but 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 they solved their biggest problem in Marvel movies. They had a great fucking villain. I oh, think yeah. the, the, the greatest villain. That, oh, that's because they've been killing it with villains. Because well, no. we, we had Hella, we had Killmonger, Yellow Jacket. And, and, shut up. <laughs> no, but but leading but leading up to Infinity War, I 100 percent agree with you, Shannon. Thanos because, yeah, is a great ass. great villain because he's doing it. And first of all, the first time I see a Thanos is right T-shirt, I'm buying it. Yes, I got well, a Killmonger is right T-shirt. I wore no, it last night. But I'm saying. Because he is correct. Well, that's the thing. And he's, but, but what well, he does, he does in a very fucking evil way. And also, he kind of doesn't want to do it, but he thinks he's burdened with that purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always said right. about the greatest yeah. villains is the ones who think they're right. That so they're doing that, that is the greatest villain, like Lex Luthor. So we're, Kingpin. We're, we're, we're giving you just our feelings on the movie right now. No and we all fucking loved it. Uh, it's brilliant. It's historical. It's, Go see it. And in two weeks, we're going to give you a deep dive, spoiler-filled uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Half. Carrie, don't right. spoil that. Jesus Christ, you're spoiling an episode, Carrie. It's Damn it. Up. Jesus. But here's, here's, I didn't want to hear that. Here's, <laughs> I don't want to know that, Carrie Jackson. Here's the historical times that we live in. I want to go in fresh. Now, again, I want you to think about... I mean, oh, no, it's, it, you, and, you and I, older dude, it guys... it blows my mind. Like, even like 10 years ago. Yeah. You would have told me. I, I mean, when, when you think about how Marvel Studios is 10 years old and how... We read these stories when we were kids. Infinity Gauntlet was my... For, it, that shit raised me and we, as a comic. Exactly. And we saw that on the paper, and we said, that's the movie I will never see. Right. For 30, 40 <laughs> fucking years, man. Yeah. For, 
So I want you to think about these numbers when I, when I read them to you with that perspective. <laughs> Infinity War kicked off the summer box office open to a record setting. $250 million in North America. $380 million overseas for a... <laughs> For a global of six hundred and thirty million, and it has not opened in China yet. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. And I think uh, it not- beat the Force Awakens. Jesus. Yeah, stomped it. The no, it didn't stomp it. It was just like a little. It higher. was. It was just a little higher, but it beat the Force Awakens, the previous record holder for biggest domestic opening. Which had what a forty-year buildup. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what the box office was for Black Panther, but because uh, it was the first movie to open up in was it Saudi was it Saudi Arabia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just opened it in Saudi Arabia about gonna, a week week ago. Infinity War? Uh, no, Black Panther. Because it's, I know they're going to take Infinity War too. Yeah, they 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 now have Infinity War as well. But um, here's the thing: is that the box office helped Black Panther as well because Black Panther's still playing in some theaters, and people went right from Infinity War <laughs> to go see Black Panther again. <laughs> so it, it kicked it up again. I read that Paul White has seen that movie eight times. Black what? Panther. Yeah. Black Panther, awesome. It, because you can write a pa- like you can write a thesis on that. Oh yeah. hell yeah! The, the movie that, that's why that's why the movie does so well. Uh, it, it is unrivaled in its success. Uh, Marvel Studios, that is, they boast now six of the top ten opening weekends of all time. <laughs> Again, I want you to think about us thirty years ago reading these fucking comics as little kids, going, well, "That's a movie we'll never see." Nerd, you know. Carrie, we're about, so we're almost at the the. the the 10 year anniversary of Geek Show. Yes. And remember, like, one of the first stories we talked about was that they're going to make a fucking Iron they're, Man. They're movie. making a fucking Iron and Man. And we were like, remember me, you, Jeffy? Iron Man? What the fuck? Are you sure you want to <laughs> do that? <laughs> Iron Man. Avengers, yeah. 207.4 million. Previously held the record for the biggest superhero launch, followed by Black Panther at 202 mil. There are only two superhero titles that have crossed 200 million. They are the only two yeah. superhero titles that have fost- uh, crossed 200 million in their first weekend. Infinity War also continues Disney's domination in the box office. The studio now has bragging rights to nine of the ten biggest domestic openings, including the top three with Infinity War, Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. Uh, Universal's Jurassic World is number four. So, again, and Thanos is the star of the movie. It is Thanos' movie. Yeah, it is. And, um, Egg, he finally got to see it. We, he's like, come up, I can talk to you now. Um, <laughs> no, but the final scene, the final scene with that, like the final scene. I love it. You mean the, the after credit scene or the final no, the, scene? No, the, like the final scene before the credits. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. It is. Just that dude. It look, is yeah. absolutely perfect. Just that dude sitting there looking at the sunset. Um. <laughs> you know? That, no, like in all honesty, all right, it, you're going too far. I know, yeah. I'll just, I'll just. Fuck I'll just, that! That wasn't a spoiler. I'll say this. I'll say this without spoiling. That if 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 you turn the, it, I was always one of those kind of guys that there's a uh, there's a rap lyric that uh, by Fifty Cent and, and even Jay Z. A lot of people, there's a lot of rappers say like they watch the bad guy movies and turn them the movie off before the good guys come in. Because <laughs> then it's a great movie, right? It's like it's like, it's like watching full like you you cut like off Scarface. Full me- yeah, you watch Scarface or watch Full Metal Jacket. At a certain point, you just cut it off, turn it off, and you're like, oh, it's that's a great okay. fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, I was like, this is a great fucking movie. I loved it. Uh, but anyway, in two weeks, we will give you our complete spoiler-filled breakdown. But also, quit being such fucking jerks about it. Gosh, and, and, and like I said, none of none of us have done the spoilery would, stuff that like the Hollywood Reporter yeah, has right. done, Variety, 
and I'm talking, these are mainstream publications. Forbes, New York Times, they've all been extremely spoilery. The, well, I'm just going to say, none like, of us have. That, that, that Facebook post that I put out, oh, well. That was no, not, not a spoiler. spoiler. Not and, a spoiler. I, and I'm just going to say to the people, and I know they're all listeners to the show, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to say, honestly, you honestly hurt my feelings. Wow. Like, you hurt my fucking feelings, man. And, um, I mean, I'm sorry if you thought that was a spoiler, but... It was I got some... It was not. I got some hateful shit. Because leading up to the opening of the movie, you had the people who made the movie talking about people are going to die. Right. They said that. And it's the whole, like... That's what the Infinity Gauntlet and the war... Exactly. And the fucking, it's all about. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's just like... All right. Think, think before you talk. M- moving along. Stotler killed his dad. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, jeez. Moving yeah. along. Let's raise a glass. Oh, shit. Who died? Thanos' mom's name is Martha. <laughs> Raising a glass. There you go. To who? I have a koozie. I have two <laughs> that we need to raise a glass to. Uh-oh. Uh, first of all, Michael Anderson. You've not heard his name, probably. No. Uh, British director who received an Oscar nom for... Uh, Around the World in 80 Days. Oh, uh, the original one? The original one. Not and the also, Jackie Chan one. <laughs> not the Jackie Chan one. He also directed Logan's Run. Oh, uh, yeah. 98. That was my shit. I just watched that the first time like a year or so ago. Uh, he, awesome. Yeah, he also directed um, a, a lot of shit, a lot of really good shit. He directed, and this is where, where it gets, per- well, Logan's Run is, it was an important movie to me growing <laughs> up, um, but also The Dam Busters, uh, which that? is a World War II movie. Uh, from 1955, cited as inspiration for the climax of the first Star Wars film. Oh, okay. And an, on a personal note, when you listen to the album Pink Floyd, The Wall, the war movie that he is constantly exposed to, and you see it in the movie. In, is in, that movie? It's that movie. Oh, that's that cool. movie is always playing at every hotel that he, you know, he winds up staying at. Pink when he's touring, yeah. and it, it becomes this makes kind him of, shave off his nipples. It, it Spoiler kind of sends, alert! It sends him over the edge because it's about the the Battle of Enzo Enzio where his father died. Yeah. Uh, but so there's that. Um, he, he he just he did a lot of really cool shit. He he directed a lot of very famous people. So look him up. Uh, his name is Michael Anderson. Also, he, he directed one of my favorite uh, sci-fi movies. What's that? Millennium. Oh yeah. Oh, the one about the uh, the, the, the plane. Yeah, Chris Christopherson and uh, uh, Bo Sh- Derek or whatever. I think so. Was yeah. it Bo Derek? Yeah. I can't remember. I, remember. I love a good Bo Derek movie. <laughs> if you can find one, I don't one. think Bo Derek's in there. And then, and then also raise a glass Uh-oh. to this man. To him, Bob DeRoe. I don't know who that you is. You don't know who that, that is. But if it wasn't for Bob DeRoe. I wouldn't have passed math in high school. Oh, <laughs> please tell me more. Because he is the musician whose song helped kids learn stuff, Schoolhouse Rock. Oh. oh. He was one of the musician and writers. I'm just the builder. I'm in a moment to be. Now he, he, I tell, <laughs> and I'm standing here on cowboy all here. If it wasn't for, for this guy, I wouldn't have. Gra- my, my math skills are terrible. Yeah. And if not for those little jingles about doing your multiplications, I wouldn't have passed math. Seriously. Three by three, not by one. Oh, you're doing figure four. Oh, figure four. Figure yeah. four is. <laughs> see how, you see? That, that's, that, three. I'm serious. That's, that's, it's a magical number. That's the only way I got through. It's the only way I got through. Well, anyway. you probably didn't have a good teacher. I can help you out. Uh, he uh, also, okay. Did some other important stuff. Yes, he wrote the song Devil May Care with Miles Davis. Okay, yeah, he did some important stuff. Sure, 
Sure. That math shit. Right. Sure, he did that Miles Davis the stuff. The math shit is well, what's Well, wait a minute. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, did you guys see the Venom trailer? <laughs> yes. I sure as fuck did. Yes. Oh, boy. I'm saying it right now. That movie looks like shit. Turd really? Burger. I, think it I thought it looked so fucking terrible. Shitty. Why did I get the opposite feeling? I, I don't know. I was excited. I, I was excited, and then I was just like, I'm not. But I will say this. <laughs> it looks so stupid. It, it, all right, you... It felt like I was watching Little Shop of Horrors with Audrey too. Like that's what I was just like. No, there's a couple of things. The one where he's in his room, like, "What's happening to my arms and legs?" And like taking out the hitman when he does like the the Superman motocross, like you and know, it sucks a, the motorcycle. And, and sucks it back. I'm like, "Ooh, cool stunt, bro!" And then when he goes, "We are Venom," I thought I was seriously watching the fucking Muppets. Like I but was the, laughing so hard. But that but, fixed that CGI. But somebody keep like and. Because I put on the, I was like, "Oh God, Venom looks fucking stupid on Facebook," and people keep sending me that gi- with the Google GIF, GIF or GIF or whatever. Yep, it's a GIF, GIF. Dude. Uh, uh, yeah, with the googly eyes, and I'm just like, that makes it better. I like that. Why, why did I get the opposite? Thing? I don't know, man. Well, f- and Carrie, I'll give it a I, chance. But I, I hate but that I'll give fucking it a character, chance. though. I know you do. I fucking hate that. Character. I, I personally like. I was, I was in the, I, I was confused. I I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was it, too. I was like, why did they make this movie? But at the same <laughs> but at the same time, I do like the fact that you hear that deep voice as as Venom. That cuz I was like we could do whatever we want. But it, because that's you, you got to hear it from Eddie Brock's perspective, you yeah. know? Like it, it or you know, and it seems like they're going the Eddie Brock Flash Thompson route because yeah. well there's three different incarnations of them. There's the Eddie Gra- there's the Eddie Brock, there's the Mark Garner. Mark, I can't remember that the, the Mark Gargan or something. It was that was the oh, second. Gargan. Oh, the, Gargan, the, uh, yeah. the Scorpion. He yeah, was, yeah. He was yeah. Gargan was Venom. Yeah, for a while. and then there's and then there's Flash Thompson. But it seems like they're kind of making an amalgam of the Flash Thompson <laughs> and the and the. Is it? Uh, that looks dopey. Is it me? Or they don't know how to say the word symbiote. Yeah, yeah. that bothered <laughs> that me. Fuck, symbiote. That fuck symbiote. Yeah. I'm like, did it just show you the fucking word before you like symbiote? Symbiote. That did bother me. Wait, Claire, we ready? More symbiote, please. Claire, ready for action and. Action. Here's the word you're saying. Symbiote. Symbiote? Symbiote? <laughs> Perfect. It's a wrap. <laughs> anyway, it opens in October. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I want to know how you felt, man. I. You liked it? Well, here's the thing. Is it because the first trailer, we got nothing. Sure. Yeah, that, the, the first trailer was the, <laughs> I one of the worst too things much. I've ever seen. And then we got this one where we got something. And, and it looked like the comic book character, and, and they were doing the comic book character. He was saying we and talking. And sure, but there wasn't no Spider-Man in it. No. Why are they making that fucking movie? Anyway, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wait and see. We'll see. I'll, like I said, I'll give it a chance. All right. I'll go see it. Uh, uh, but then I'm going to spoil it, apparently. Uh, here we go, uh, sucking uh, the Mickey's uh, D again. <laughs> I was just at his house yesterday. Uh, <laughs> They've announced a new animated series for Star Wars. Oh, I saw this. At the Disney Channel. It's called Star Wars Resistance. Hmm. Uh, it will uh, be a new animated series revolving around Kazuda Ziono. Say that better. Yeah. I, I'll wait for Lee. <laughs> Symbiota. Symbioti. <laughs> a young pilot recruited by the Resistance whose mission is to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. Uh, it will premiere in the fall. On Disney Channel, and I heard it's anime. It's anime influenced. It's anime influenced. Um, Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie will voice their characters Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma. Which is, I think that's cool. Uh, the feature also series BB-8 
uh, and alongside some other new characters. And it's the guys who did Clone Wars and Rebels, and hmm. it's so, that same gr- bunch of people. So. I'm like 100% aboard because goddamn Rebels was good. It was. And I never watched Clone Wars, and apparently I need to. Yeah, Clone Wars is fucking good. It's dope, quite man. good. Yeah. That animated series sounds good, but the one I'm excited for is the Fast and the Furious animated series that's coming to Netflix. Which Get I the, know, right? Wait, wait, what? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. Is that a real thing? Yeah. It Sorry. follows. It follows uh, Vin Diesel's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh uh. Uh uh. Netflix. We can't say no. <laughs> when we making fuck? our? What the fuck are we making our pitch to Netflix, man? I know. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? We could be on Netflix. We fuck you. We'd be like, fuck you, Deloitte. We got to deal with Netflix now. <laughs> Uh, let's see then in Star Trek news this week, uh, we got, uh, news that there will be a Star Trek, uh, another Star Trek movie, uh, maybe another after this one, because they're going forward with the one that they talked about that, ha- that would have Chris Hems- Hemsworth. They're doing that one for sure. And that's the one that well, they, cause he needs the work. Man. Yeah. Like he needs the work. Yeah. <laughs> they are going to do that one. Um, where, where Kirk's father comes back and they've got a director. They found, uh, let's see, SJ. They found somebody? Yeah, SJ Clarkson is her name. She directed the pilot for Jessica Jones, first season. Oh, back when it was good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so she, uh. they're talking to her. They're also still developing the Quentin Tarantino one. Mm. And he now says he wants to direct it. I didn't, uh, the last <laughs> I heard was that he wasn't going to. <laughs> so, I want to see that so fucking bad. So there you go. That's what's happening there. Um,. A <laughs> couple of, oh, another uh, project that is getting uh, some more steam is a, a Black Widow movie. I know they've talked about it for a long time, but they now are talking to directors. Uh, Hollywood Reporter says that uh, they're talking to uh, Denise Gamze Ergiven. Symbiota. Symbiota. <laughs> who directed something called Mustang. <laughs> Chloe Zhao, who directed The Rider, and... Ama Asante, who directed A United Kingdom. Oh, so I love all those movies I've yeah. never seen. They're all indie direct. They're all indie directors. That's sure. what uh, uh. Marvel does. Symbiota. They, they go and find find these people. Symbiote. So and then finally, this. <laughs> I think we should call it Symbiote. This episode. They don't know how to spell that. I got it written down. Just take a guess. <laughs> um, then finally, this. Uh, they Kevin Bacon says, "Yeah, I'll do a Tremors TV series." Get the fuck, fuck out yes. Now wait. Yes. Yes, so yes. I, but I told you about this a year ago. Oh, yeah. Fred Ward comes back. Yeah, gotta have Fred Ward. I told you about this a year ago, and Kevin Bacon says, "Yeah, I, I, I'd revisit that character. I wondered what happened to him. Yeah. You know." Uh-huh. So you're a network, and and Kevin Bacon says he'll do a, a series. What he just had that long running one. You'd be did. excited, right? Yeah. You'd be yeah, thrilled. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, so so Sci-Fi bought the pilot. Uh huh. With Kevin Bacon. With in Kevin it? Bacon, they bought the pilot. Is Fred Ward in it? I don't know. But they Is saw Michael the, Gross in it. They saw the pilot and said, "Oh no, we'll pass. Thank you." Oh, oh wow! Dear. Oh no, shit! Wow, no shit! They're Damn. getting studio over there. Hey, we got Sharktopus money, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was gonna say, if you look at Sci-Fi's lineup, they said no to this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. It must hey. be. It must be bad. Uh, he. We're broke- showing that they, they got a movie coming on this weekend called Revengers: uh, uh, Long Time <laughs> Tussle. He posted on his Instagram, it's is sad to report that my dream of revisiting the world of perfection will not become a reality. I, th- I thought we made a fantastic pilot, in my opinion. The network has decided not to take it. That's, yeah, but he, uh, he's worked in the, but, you know, the industry a while. You know he can take it somewhere else, right? Like, well, that's well, but maybe, like they, maybe they were like, where's Fred Ward? 
Maybe that was the thing that stopped them. Maybe, I don't they're, they're like, where's, where's Reba? Where's Reba McIntyre and Michael Gross? Guy, Reba? Guys, don't even worry. She's got Colonel Sanders money now. She doesn't need this Netflix, shit. they can't say no. Yeah, they'll show up. That money, they'll throw the Netflix money at it. Oh, man. Uh, let's see, you got anything? Before I got a few we, things. Before we get back yeah, to the some, episode? I got, I got something, too. So, uh, I just got back from, uh, I just got off a plane an hour ago. And uh, I did the life as a party, life of the party junket. <laughs> so next week you'll hear from Most McCarthy, Julie Bowen, uh, Matt Walsh, hero of mine. Dude, the guy's so nice, mm-hmm. like just super nice. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was there. Um, I think her name's Jillian Jacobs. She was uh, Brita, oh yeah, yeah. Brita on Community. Oh yeah, yeah. I like her too. It, it was fun. It was fun interviews, and so those will be next week. So with that, but while I was down there. I think you sent me the email, Carrie, and, yeah. and it was a, a thing for called Alien Descent. Yes. And it's this new VR that's down there at a place called uh, the Outlets at Orange in Orange County. And I, I emailed the guy, I said, I'll be down there. And he's like, yeah, you know, come on Saturday, blah, blah. So we, I've never done this kind of thing. Like, you know, we talked about the void. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, so this is, it's not the void. I think they're called Pure Imagination. And they're more running. The void, if, if you notice, you have a pack on your back. Yeah, you that's, have a vest and a pack and Well, and the a pack, helmet, yeah. the thing on your back is actually what's running the program. Yeah. But that, this one is more, if I know right, it's running off basically cell phone. Like, you know, it's, it, they have the thing in front of you. They put, like, things on your wrist and legs. So you, that's what's carrying your motion. Uh, but the rifle is pretty cool. And it's all alien. And, and you get a distress call. And the first thing I said to him, I go, yeah, I saw Alien Covenant. Don't answer distress calls. It's a no, really bad fucking idea. It's a idea. bad idea. And so you start walking. Oh, you go in your freeze chamber. It, it's basically a rotating you know, a door, and you, all of a sudden you're out in this factory world kind of place. And, and it was so funny because my friend and I, my friend Ryan came with me, and we were, we were just immediately started firing the gun just like for fun. Just like nothing's going on. And, but then I saw the eggs before they hatched. So I go, no, fuck this. And they have a grenade launcher, and I just fired it immediately. They're like... What are you doing? <laughs> Went fucking in shit. And what's funny is like it's in this outlet mall, so it's just a storefront. So it's not big, but they make it feel like it's massive, you know. And uh, my favorite thing though is that you can hear the people screaming on the other side, like when things jump out at you. And I'm sure they could hear us because I know they heard us because when they walked back in, they said they were laughing their asses off when I screamed out, "Get away from her, you bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> and so fun times. Uh, so yeah, go check it out if you're in the LA area. It's down in Orange County. Uh, twenty-two dollars, I think, is the. Oh, deal. that's uh, that's cheaper bit, than Star Wars. I think it's about yeah. eight bucks cheaper, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fun. I had a good time with it. But then my friend who had done the void, he's like, "You'll see what the void can do." Like it's, it'll oh, be, yeah. because that was fun, but it's, it's going to get crazier. So, and he had not done the Star Wars one, and you had done it. <laughs> yeah, I I loved it, and we had enjoyed it because we uh, our friend agency got us into California Adventure where they serve alcoholic beverages. It Yay. was very fantastic. So we showed up very. Adult oriented and, um, <laughs> for the win, and so <laughs> and uh, so we walked in there and uh, we, we did. I don't want to spoil it if you're gonna do it, but there's like puzzles you kind of have to figure out, and we were just like laughing our asses off. And it's so much more like, like if I was looking at you, Shannon, yeah. like right across, like it's like you're a stormtrooper, like what's up, buddy? <laughs> and then like K2SO's there, like that. And, oh, yeah. And I met you know, I don't know if you did it, but like, I went to feel if there really was a K2SO there. It's there, like, like that's so if you crazy. Take, so if you take the goggles, there's an R two unit. Yeah, there's an R, I know there's an R two unit. I didn't see the K two S O. Yeah, the K two S O is at the very beginning. Like, so you, 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 I ran my hand across that, but uh, and then again, I screamed. Uh, I don't think we said who comes at the end. So what you're saying then? They they actually have like real world like yeah so things like, you can go up and touch. Like, like yeah. so back to the alien one. Like if you're in a warehouse, there's like you know railings like that. You can put your hand out and you feel the railings. Like, oh, like you're walking around. Well, so fucking cool. I, yeah. I, I peeked on the Star Wars one. The room is just painted gray essentially, but yeah. but they occasionally have things that you can that you can actually touch. Like when you yeah. pick up your gun, there's a rack of the guns, yeah. and, yeah, and yeah. then at the end, there's an R2 unit that you can put your hand on it, yep. and it's there. Yeah, and like I said, the railings and stuff. 
but I won't say who comes at the end. It's not really hard to figure it out because there's only one amazing villain. In I think we already said it. I think we yeah. We no, did I thought we said it off the mic. So I oh, we said it off the mic. I, uh, I'll just say this: I pulled my Rogue One moment and I screamed out very drunkenly. Open fire! <laughs> That's fucking great. And just got my ass handed to me. <laughs> I completely loved the Star Wars Void experience. It was fun. I They're completely both loved it. I, my only complaint about the Star Wars one, and I was telling you, yeah, I wanted to know if I was a decent shot or not, and I yeah. wanted to know how many times I got hit, hit or killed, how many stormtroopers, or you how killed. many stormtroopers I killed. They and they don't keep track. Yeah, That's that, the that only would be nice. Complaint. Yeah, that would be cool. nice. I, but it's kind of fun because I love because every experience could be very different. Like like there was a part where you're on the railing and they're like on a bridge across the way, and this guy's running out, and I just timed it just right, and I fired it, hit him right in the head. He goes, whoop, <laughs> just like, like right you know, he probably would take position somewhere like that. Like nope. Fucker's dead. Yep. <laughs> so good times. Very good times. But uh, oh, So go so check out the it. VRs, The Void at Disneyland, and uh, Pure Imagination, Alien Descent at uh, Orange, uh, the Alex at Orange. Both, I had a great time. Right. Kids are spoiled these days, man. This oh, is so fucking tell me awesome. About oh, Don, like, like I said, go, we were talking off the mic, going to the Disney store. Yeah, yeah just Fuck go to yeah. the Disney Holy store. Holy shit. You've got everything you want there. Uh, like, uh, th- th- there's a fucking um, Iron Spider costume there. Oh my hell! What? Are you fucking kidding me? No. Is oh it, my hell! Does it come in size six foot one? And I don't think no. so. But it's six like yeah, it's got the, it's got the big, uh, you know. Oh jeez, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say. Spoiler alert! Yeah. God, damn but no, it's it. got spider there, alert. There's an Symbiote. Iron Spider, and there's a there's an Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> there's a new Iron Man one there too, a uh, costume where you could put uh, it, his gun, you know, on your hand. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Shit. So much cool shit there. Yep. Anyway. Um, oh, wait. I, I got a couple of things. I, yeah. I got I did, like two really quick things. I got one. Um, I recorded the I Am Salt Lake podcast with the Holyfields. Oh, yeah. So that, that'll that be coming out. I don't know if it's next week or but soon, mm-hmm. which is super fun. They're God, great people. I love those fucking people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I am going to be starting a fundraising thing soon because I got accepted to a conference in Indiana, but I'm gonna go and learn how to teach basic coding to underprivileged third graders through eighth graders. Indianapolisites—that's oh. what they yeah. call them. No, no, no yeah. like this is gonna give me like it's, it's a seven-day. That's cool. Uh, class. And That's dope, dude. I just need some matching funds to go, and, I, right. get, and I get to sleep in a dorm room with uh, another person. I don't know. Oh boy, <sighs> I know how you feel about that. That's, so great that's about all good. <laughs> anyway, so look right. out for that. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, guys, for those folks in Los Angeles, Orange County, and uh, San Diego, I'm coming home for a little bit. May 15th through the 20th, I will be uh, doing the North Hollywood Comedy Festival, the NoHo Comedy Festival. NoHo? The NoHo. Oh, okay. You know, and uh, just like SoHo, we're, we're currently in, in South Holiday, SoHo. Um, why are you looking at me like that? I just, I'm just kind of disappointed. Just keep. That's on. what. No, I was driving. I was driving through last night, and they show. They it says Soho around in the neighborhood next to the Portland food trucks. Um. Anyways, but yeah, but I'm gonna be there. Um. So just it's gonna be like in North Hollywood area. So just come fuck with me. This is I'm really fucking excited. What What are the days? May fifteenth through the twentieth, and I've gotten. I've heard a murmur. I can't, I can't. A murmur, you I'm, say? A murmur. <laughs> I've heard a murmur that my my dry bar comedy special is going to be coming out very soon, at possibly the end of May. Nice. And so, um, awesome. Yeah, and in the time, like I've been f- very frustrated because I've wanted this special to come out, like since 
you know, January because mm-hmm. it's kind of pushed back some. It, these dry bar specials have really helped uh, other comedians book gigs, like um, our, our guy Shane Smith. I was gonna say Shane Smith's been getting some shit though. <laughs> yeah, but in a good way. In a good. Yeah. In, in a. It's like there's no such thing as bad press. Yeah. And um, it's really helped book a lot of comedians. So like, that's good. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited. That's good. So I got one support. One thing uh, that I and you know about it, and I just, I want to pl- plug it because our friend is actually the one who got it set up. Uh, so Salt Lake's getting something really fucking cool coming to. And we're like only one of six four. cities. Four. Four. Yeah. What's that? The Millennium Falcons coming to Salt Lake. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's coming out. Uh, it's on a tour right now as we record this. It's at the, like some con- university in Kentucky. Then it goes to uh, Atlanta, the Brave Stadium, and then it goes all the way to Salt Lake. On uh, to Jordan Commons, so yeah, it's, Jordan Commons. It's it's a it's a prop replica of the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. No, no, I don't know if it's, no, if it's no, just it's, the cockpit. No, it's the it whole might, thing. It's I, like it. I went and read the thing. It's a bunch of shipping containers. Yeah, it's like four different like giant shipping containers that they've made a, a an exact replica of the inside of the clean Lando. Version. Uh, uh, Millennium Falcon. I might, have to, walk yeah. I might have to fly back for this. You might. Uh, so if you're in Salt Lake at the time, it's May 18th, uh, 18th to the 20th at Jordan Commons. And the reason I got to give him props to it because it's our buddy Aaron at Disney. Oh, yeah. And I go, I go, which I love. I love that dude so much. Well, it's fun. I'll, and I got to give Brian Young some credit too because that's the first place I saw the story and I was like, what the fuck? And I, yeah. I looked at it and I, you know, and then I posted on mine because I was like, shit, this is amazing. Like for, you know, for one of four cities. And I immediately said to Aaron, and he goes, God, you have some like quick. T- I just got that confirmed in my email like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm like, that's Brian. Brian's got hookups. But uh, um, so but I, I asked him. I said, how how did you how did this happen? Like the four cities, that's nuts. Like that. And he goes, I just pitched it to him, and they know that Salt Lake's the best fucking geeks in the world. And I go, it's true. Oh, it, awesome. it is true. Most geeks per capita. No, Salt, Salt Lake's a very important market to Disney. Yeah, it, sure, it really is. Uh, well, that's very cool. I think it's me. I well, yeah. and then I can't wait to look like, for me because I might have a I might have some costumes coming. Look for me hopping off a plane, shit, <laughs> cape and all. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like that. Right. If yeah, hello, what have we here? Uh, <laughs> I might get a, I might get a haircut for that shit. I'm telling you, <laughs> and you got to grow a mustache too. Yeah, right. Well, you um, know, it's serious if he's getting a haircut. I the last I don't know if we talked about it all, but the last solo trailer, I, I'm in. Oh I'm yeah, in, yeah. I, I think Donald Glover. Oh and. Speaking of that, Donald Glover, I'll get to that in a second. I think he's going to steal the damn show. Yeah, of, uh, thing, of course he is. Well, that, and the other thing is I marathoned, based on Jay and Shannon's recommendations, uh, I marathoned Atlanta. It's so fucking If you don't watch shit. that goddamn show. Paperboy, that, paperboy. Well, here's the thing. No, but here's the thing. That, it just proves it. It's not that I didn't know it already. That guy is a fucking genius. Oh, he yeah. Is. It's he's a renaissance ridiculous, man. man. No, I realized he was a genius when I read that script, that Deadpool script that he tossed yeah. out overnight. <laughs> yeah. Just overnight threw that shit on, this, on, on the web, and it yeah. was funny well, as hell. And, but the thing about Atlanta is it, it, it pivots effortlessly between like drama, comedy, surrealist. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, and come on! This uh, last week's episode was basically a fucking horror movie. The, yeah, you know. The, 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 I think I told you, uh, Jay. I said it's a perfect. It, it throttles from comedy to to drama, but you know, to, perfectly. So many other things too. But it just but, it it shows a different narrative of black culture because yeah. it, it it shows that we're, it shows them as like real people. Yeah, like it. Sh- yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it shows us that it well, it well doesn't necessarily show ourselves, but it just shows a different perspective that there's more to us than just hey what you what what the media tosses mm-hmm. you like we're we, we're fucking fragile we, we 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 think about a lot of weird shit too uh what's, what, like, what, like, La- like La- most people do what's his uh what's his face uh lakeith um um paper boy's 
uh, his buddy, yeah, Darius, Darius, Darius. Yeah. He's, he's Darius is like one of my out and, yeah, and Dar- he's one of my favorite characters. He's one of, all of my time. favorite characters because he's he's just so complex. Is what I love yeah. about it. He's <laughs> so often it when he wants to buy a fucking buy that samurai sword. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> buy that samurai. He's like sword. it's an investment. He's it's like an investment. He's and like it, buy those puppies, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking turn those over for you. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, but it's but it's just like he's so into. Just watch it if you ain't watch. It's it's on Hulu. It's Season really, one is on Hulu. It's so and fucking it's quick, good. And it's a quick. It's a quick binge. What's yeah, funny? It's like for, like the, at the most, I think episodes are forty minutes. No, uh, not 20, even that. Twenty-two. It's a thirty-minute show. If you watch it on Hulu, without commercials, show. twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, but what's funny is I, you know, I grew up in Atlanta. Like, and I was like, I know where that is. I know where that is. And I go, that's not in Atlanta. That's not in Atlanta either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the episode, which I guess is being called Symbiote. Symbiote. We'll get back to it after these. Please to enjoy. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection reminding you that Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May 5th, and they're going to be open early from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and they're giving away free comics. Come for the free comics and stay for the fantastic sale. Everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off, and you can get your picture taken with a number of Utah's best cosplayers dressed like superheroes and Star Wars characters alike. Be sure to get your exclusive Dr. Volt's cover for DC Nation number zero. All right, in April... At Dr. Volt's Action Comics 1000, celebrate 1,000 issues of Action Comics with an all-star lineup of top talent as they pay tribute to the comic that started it all. From today's explosive action to a previously unpublished tale illustrated by the legendary Kurt Swan to the Man of Tomorrow's future, this very special oversized issue presents the best of the best in Superman stories. Also, Infinity War, the epic film is almost here. Prepare yourself for the movie event of the summer by picking up one of the graphic novels that inspired the cinematic universe. Learn the hidden stories of all the characters like Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Thanos. Open seven days a week. The whole service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Shelby Webb is the creator of Sugar Glider, a new comic book series with a cause. Sugar Glider is a superhero teen who battles adolescent issues like bullying, self-image problems, peer pressure, and mental illness, just to name a few. The first four-part series of the comic features the amazing band X-Ambassadors, who partner up with their heroine to identify the struggle of the first antagonist, Prism. This comic puts a voice to the issues young people face and finds positive outlets to heal. Join the launch party Saturday, May 12th at 51. West Club and Cafe in Salt Lake City from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Feel free to cosplay. There are going to be giveaways and a raffle. Tickets and all the info can be found at glidercomics.com. That's comics with an X. Or on Facebook at Sugar Glider Comic. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence 
confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, MyWorkoutBuddySLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. And we're back. Woo! God. All right. So, that, so we... Uh, huh? Us just dis- disappearing into that void for, for the break. God, yeah. fuck. I'm still not used to after. It's you know, like, like death. Ten, it's but like death. 10 years, it still scares we the just quoted, shit out of we me. We quoted Airplane the entire time. That was fun. That <laughs> was weird. That's how we keep around. each other feel safe. We... <laughs> Um, now we, uh, one of you guys on our Facebook page, on the Geek Show Facebook page, put out. Uh, do you have questions for the panelists? Here's I posted it and I made. The, I put up the really terrible Jim Carrey Riddler. Where his oh, head's his all fucked up. Is the best. Is the greatest, greatest Riddler ever. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Well, we got a shit ton of questions. I, I would fire say, him up. Yeah, so if we answer uh, one question every 30 seconds, we can get through them all in less than an hour. Okay, let's Whoa. do this. That will okay. never happen. Wow. So uh, our buddy Neff, uh, speaking of cosplayers, I'm sure oh, yes. I'm sure Neff will be showing up at uh, Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys get told all the time by listeners how Geek Show has enriched their lives. I want to know how being on Geek Show enriched your life. What doors have been opened to you or what situations have you become better by? Specific stories, por favor. Hmm. 30 seconds. I, mean, uh, I, can, yeah, right. I can go fast. Mine is, you know, uh, this is where I met, you know, kind of became friends with Vice, and we started Big Movie, and then the producers down at uh, the station, I will not mention because I hate them, uh, found me and brought me onto network television, and then now I'm on KSL, and, you know, that kind of just spawned everything. So, yeah, I mean, I've had very good luck with this show, and mm-hmm. I'll just say that. I, everything I do has been enriched by being part of Geek Show because, frankly, um, I'm a weird fucker. I really am. So, oh, I'm going to open a vegan restaurant. I'm going to make a monster coloring book. Oh, I'm going to make dolls that my wife crocheted that I painted faces on. And Geek Show people have, have enriched all of that. They've they've embraced it all. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like when, uh, when, I, when I shuffle off this mortal coil, I will have left a lot of stuff behind that Geek Show people endorsed and supported. Oh, and, and I appreciate that's that. That's nice. Anyone else? Uh, pretty much all of my creative outlets came from Geek Show. So like I, I got my uh, bachelor's degree in broadcasting and then decided after about nine months, this is not for me, <laughs> the real radio world. Because you but, interned for us for yeah, a while. And I, I, d- I, I did think, that I as think well. we crushed your spirit pretty good. <laughs> no, I enjoyed interning for you guys. It was when I got the real job at Oh, yeah. <laughs> at yeah, radio will do that to you. But, uh, but uh, I was allowed to stay on at Geek Show, and uh, it's, you know... That's basically all the creative fun I have, and then and then Gadget Spot spawned off of me getting the confidence after doing Geek Show with you guys to say, oh, maybe I'll try this other one that does gadgets and tech. So, uh, basically, 
all of that stuff, Iota Geek Show. Oh, and you've you've made I, I would honestly say your your stewardship and your um your your steering of the HMS Geek Show has, has allowed <laughs> us to yes. really be who we are. Absolutely. So. Well, thank you. Uh, mine isn't so cherry. I guess it is. No. Um, my life would have been completely fucking torn apart and ruined, even worse than it was four years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have had to cl- declare bankruptcy. I fucking wouldn't have been able to bury, well, not bury, but take care of my the parents' funeral arrangements or do any of the things I needed to do back then. So, yeah, that's... Uh, it's a pretty big deal, right? Yeah. 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 No, and I do. And I, do, I say it all the time. Fucking some of the best people in the world listen to the show. Um, shit, I got a decent library at the SEV. Because yeah, of it. that's Oh, true. by the way, I'll be doing that again on my birthday. Um, okay. <laughs> Get your dollars ready. And uh, no, like seriously, kind of might save my life at one point. So there you go. Uh, I, I just... Uh, uh, I'm saving my speech for the for the tenth anniversary. Oh yeah! Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Damn it! Yeah. Teaser. Can I actually say something real quick? Uh, you guys have because no. of the geek show. Okay, <laughs> shut the fuck no. up. You. You guys have crushed you, my spirits. You. You, for get, years. you. You talked about your comic books. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you. You guys have actually uh, because of geek show, and everyone listening to it. You guys have actually made turned Doctor Volts from a great comic shop into an amazing comic shop with the best really? customers. Yeah, it's, it's always a good time. I mean, I, I'm there just about every Wednesday, and uh, there's always you know people hanging out and talking, and it's it's, it's always a good time. It's not that uh, prototypical comic shop, and that's I think because well, yeah, and and it's cool that you guys you know don't do that game. I've told the story a thousand times. A comic shop down in Southern California, we stopped in, and a girl came in and wanted to buy some Batman comics because she <laughs> saw the movie and liked it. Yep. And oh man, they jumped on her. You said, well, oh. you're not a true, the whole not a true fan thing. We heard a story from Deborah Jensen when exactly. she was out looking for Spider-Man comics because exactly. she loved Spider-Man. It took her three shops before somebody actually treated her like a human exactly. being. Exactly. Yeah. So, don't gatekeep, assholes. Yeah, So, and they don't do that at Dr. Bolts, which I think is just awesome. All right. Next, Next question. question. Uh, James, our friend James Ormay, great guy. Uh, now that Wonder Woman and Black Panther have been huge hits, what other comic characters do you think could represent a marginalized group of people and have a similar impact? That's a really good question. Wow. Uh, I have one right off the top of my head. What at? Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel. Oh, that they, you know, they're they've got her in the Avengers cartoon. Yeah, uh, so she's representing there. But if you um, had a teenage a teenage girl, oh. uh, a Muslim, uh, a superhero, uh, I think you could check a lot of columns off of the representation bubble. And you think right now we live in a culture where. Uh, a lot of people, uh, especially of Muslim faith, aren't really depicted in the best light. I mm-hmm. mean, geez, the, I think the best depiction of a Muslim person I can think of right now is Pitch Black. Because they were on their way to Space Mecca, and they were yeah. good people, and they took care of people. Oh, but, and uh, 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 Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, the girl on Legends of Tomorrow yes. is yeah. Muslim. She's uh, ISIS, yeah. Yeah, I think Kamala Khan would be just uh, just a fun thing, uh, fun character to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. she and Biggins. Um, um, I think uh, Apache uh, Apache Chief. <laughs> Apache Chief needs redemption. <laughs> Anucha. Anucha. Um, no, uh, I was going to no, say no, Actually, I was going to say for real. Uh, <laughs> <Turok>. <laughs> uh Static shock. Yeah. Like I'm, a, sh- I'm sure that's going to happen. Like a young, you know. Yeah. A young African-American superhero. I think that'd be yeah, cool. I'm sure that's going to happen. Any others can you think of? Vibe. Pretty much covered Vibe them. needs to be. Uh, boy, if you're not watching Black Lightning, 
Uh, I've gotten. Oh, they do not steer clear of those hard hitting issues. Do they, they they hit all of them. It's yeah. it's one of the more political shows on yep. TV. I'll say that. Yep. And uh, I started out not liking Cress Williams, and he has grown into. He's, he was very stiff in the first few episodes, and yeah. now he's relaxed, I think, and he's he's got it. He realized what shows well, he, show he's on, and it's yeah. you know if you're watching it, and you're you're in a somewhat isolated uh, Caucasian bubble. You may not realize that they're not exaggerating when they're talking no. about it being dangerous to be pulled over as no. a person of color in this in this country. Oh, all that shit is addressed for real on that yeah. show. Yeah, and it's it's handled pretty pretty responsibly, and, and it's got a great. Great villain. And the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Tobias, Tobias Whale is, is scary awesome. AF. He yeah. is. Um, uh, the, the one that I would say is uh, I want a Riri Williams Iron Man. Yeah. I mm. do. I want to see and I her. Don't, I don't want it to be T'Challa's sister. I want it to be Riri Williams. I'd like it to be Riri, but yeah. I think we're you know the more likely would be Shuri. Yeah, Shuri might be doing it. But uh, I want that, and I want... My, I read that uh, female Thor title. Oh, it was great. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. Spoiler. It was I don't, really good. I don't think it would happen anytime soon, but I'd like to see a live action Miles Spider Man. Uh, yes. Yeah. The, we're getting an animated Yeah, we got the animated one. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That cartoon. Oh, that's right. They are doing a cartoon. They're doing a cartoon, uh, and it, that's coming. That's so. awesome. All right. Uh, name a franchise that, no matter how much control over casting and scripting you have, you consider too much of a sacred cow to revise. The bonus question is, cast the reboot of Blake 7. That, that was aimed at me. So, oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I just say cast John Hamm as everybody in Blake 7. I, I have my it. answer, and it's not, you know, what? it's popular. Not, I don't, Why do I don't we have to it, name them? They've already been named. I don't think anything's too sacred to not be fucked with. Yeah, you've always said that. Yeah, uh, there there are some that there would be no reason to do. It might not be a reason, like but Citizen, if so, Citizen Kane, why would you? If re- someone came up and said they had an idea, uh, you know, like you a hip hop version of Kane, whatever it is. I mean, it, the music. I, I'm, I'm yeah. all. It's the, the thing I've been saying for years. Is just show me what you got. But if you fuck it up, I'm going to call you out on it. <laughs> uh, own it, own it, Vince Vaughn, with your um, psycho remake. And, and I <laughs> exactly. And and with that attitude going in, I know you're going to disagree with me. I think Jaws is sacred. No, so you could do Jaws again. It's called, no. it's called the Meg. It's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> the Meg will prove you wrong. I'm going to kick him in the head. <laughs> Go kick that shark in the feet. <laughs> I'm going to kick him in the throat a little bit. Anybody else? <laughs> uh, I don't think you'd need to remake The Godfather. No. No. Unless it was like a hip-hop musical. <laughs> you could. Yeah. Uh, Cor- Courtney. Uh, Pulp Fiction. But- never remake that. Yeah. But you could. <laughs> oh, the advocacy of your devil is is strong right now. Yep. Uh, Courtney, uh, first off, let us join, uh, welcome Courtney Allen Case to the Manly Men with Girly Names Club. Yes. Hey, uh, hey you, oh, you are guy. our brother. And Jay, no, you can't join. <laughs> How about Jimmy? <laughs> Maybe if it was Jamie. Uh, two questions from Courtney. With Solo coming out soon, did the latest trailer want uh, make you want to see it, or did it just make you go, nope? I already wanted to see it. I, I wanted to see it. it. Yeah. It got me a little bit more excited. But I still have prequel syndrome where, like, they show, oh, is Chewie going to smash that rock? No, he's no, not. He's and, he's, and Han's not going to fall off that train. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> true. Yeah. I know how Han dies. His son kills him. I actually had no no desire to see those mov- that movie until I saw the trailers. The trailers are what made me go, you it was know, the last trailer, that might though. be pretty good. See, and I'm, I'm trying to understand why people who saw the trailer are like, it's going to be a piece of shit. I don't think they, they, there, no. there is a Reddit sub group right now who's been trying to tear this movie apart since Miller and Lord were taken off. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's it's literally fanboy projecting the same group of people who flood every comment section about episode 8. I have met very few people who didn't like episode 8 or at least enjoy it. 
yeah. maybe they've got some quibbles. Uh, I think I think Rich Bonaducci is the only person I actually physically know who did not like the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, and I maintain that uh, that uh, if you spent ten minutes with you or I, mm-hmm. someone who says that they don't like episode eight, give us you know spend ten minutes with us. Yeah. We'll convince you that you actually yeah, do because, like it because really what happened is your your preconceptions were thrown out the window, and so you you had a Phantom Menace reflex. The difference being that this is a much better movie than Phantom Menace. Yes. See, my biggest yep. thing like with the the reason I like when I say prequels like Rogue One. Yeah. We didn't know the characters, so that's what no. made it fun because I didn't know they were all going to die. Right. But then like with with Han, we know Han makes it. We know Lando makes it. But then right. they got the rest of that crew who may not make it. So right. that could make it fun. That can be very formative, and and there are times that that a prequel story can actually be. Very well done yeah. and, and work really well. I wonder if the mother of dragons makes it. <laughs> I don't think she does. What? Uh, has the Star Wars fan base become the most toxic since the Rick and Morty fan base? Mm. They're pretty volatile right now. The Star Wars fans? Yeah. I think Star Wars' is, fan base is worse than Rick and Morty's fan base? I think that all the fan bases are completely toxic and getting ready to rip each other to shreds over the slightest provocation. I agree, yeah. but I still think Rick and Morty fans... No, DC fans are the worst. It's, yeah. it's not coming from me, but I have, <laughs> I've heard multiple people say that they're getting a little like over overwhelmed with Star Wars. My, my son, who I can honestly say was raised at the altar of Star Wars. I mean, he grew up in my house. Star yeah. Wars is sacred. True. So, and he's he's burned out on it. But he's like, I'm not burned out on Star Wars because of Star Wars. I'm just burned out on the fact that if I even mention Star Wars, someone's going to either want to oh. gush about it forever or they're going to want to rip it to shreds or they're going to nitpick it. Yeah, For yeah. instance, I went to Home Fucking Depot to rent a power tool. And the guy behind the counter, I'm always wearing a Star Wars shirt, and the guy behind the counter starts giving me his Ray theories. And I'm like, dude, that's mm-hmm. cool, but don't, um, don't care. I got to go home and use this power tool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know <laughs> so if Han Solo... Figure. Yes. You know I, you're <laughs> charging me by the hour, right? Yeah, I don't think Han Solo used the force to pull, or force pull himself off of the, off of the <laughs> Starkiller base. Uh, <laughs> great theory, bro. I, I, I never Jeez. got the uh, being burned out because Marvel... Star Wars is putting out one movie a year. Marvel's put out one to two movies a year for the last I, ten. I think it's because, well, it's not the same. You know, I know it's not the same characters, but I think because at least a lot of people are used to Star Wars coming out every three years or something like that. You know, every three years with a twenty-year hiatus in between. Exactly. <laughs> you know, or even with the prequels, and then now it's like every you're, single year you're, you're going to get a yeah, Star Wars movie. You're so. going to for the rest of your life. You're going to get a Star Wars yeah. movie. So I can yeah. see it. I'm not bothered by I'm it. I'm not bothered. No. Carson uh, asks. He says mostly for me, but I'm actually going to deflect this to Maya. I uh, just started reading Hellboy comics. I read the first uh, Hellboy in Hell and BPRD 1953. I love them both, but I feel like I need a better jumping off point. Recommendations? Jumping off point? Yeah, or he wants to... On jumping point. on point, I okay. think is what he meant. Uh, <laughs> I got the perfect answer for you. Uh, it comes you out would. later this month. They're the, the Hellboy trades, and, and this is... I know we're not talking about Hellboy, but the goon as well. Dark Horse has this weird thing where they're in print, they're out of print. They're in yeah. print, they're out of print. Uh, Dark Horse is putting out... Uh, I think it's they're going to start doing it in either three or four total volumes, uh, but Hellboy omnibuses. Right, I have Ooh. the Goon omnibus books. They're they're the size of a phone book and they no, weigh sixty pounds. No, the, 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 oh, they've done the, libra- the li- those are the those library, library editions. editions. Uh, these are probably about this size, mm-hmm. uh, which I know this is great for you to listen to. Um, but they're about, about the size of a soft cover book. Yeah, uh, but it'll, they'll be thick. And I think the first uh, omnibus comes out the end of April. So Come, probably because so it's smaller, now. it'll be 
It'll yeah. be more comics for less money. And I think it's like 25 30 bucks. Come yeah. come see me at Dr. Volts or, or <laughs> anyone there. We can get an exact date and price for you. And well, if you yeah. really if you really love those comics, like for me, I, I love the goon. I, I love just about anything Powell does. I I, I, I will I will eat it. His his Hillbilly comic is one of my favorites ever. You oh, know. Chimichanga is so good. Chimichanga's great too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I have the the library editions of the goon and, and they're great. They look great sitting on a bookshelf. And if uh, somebody breaks into the house, I can kill them with it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am. Uh, this is Carl Clark, our old buddy Carl. I went to I went to junior high school with him. Carl's a, Carl's a great dude. He's probably uh, one of the five people that's keeping Geek Show Fit going right now because it sure as fuck isn't me. <laughs> um, oh. Carl. After Infinity War <laughs> and Avengers Four, do you think they should just recast actors for Captain America and Iron Man, or should they just replace them with other characters that, uh, like they do in the comics, i.e., Bucky or Falcon as Cap? This also applies to X-Men, Fantastic Four, Wolverine characters pending the purchase of Fox TV movie division by Marvel Studios. I say I don't care what they do as long as they make good stories. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. That's what I think. I, yeah, casting is rarely uh, – well, there have been times when, gonna, it's, when it's been bad. I don't think they're going to be recast like – I don't think you recast – The R- big three. Yeah, RDJ. You don't recast Chris Evans. And you don't – Hemsworth and Hemsworth. Hemsworth, too. he can't. Right? Yeah, he but is Thor. I think they will not for like another twenty years. Yeah, when they just start over. Again. Yeah, we'll be dead. Huh? I, <laughs> I, think, I honestly right? thank God. Right? I honestly think oh. I'll only be fifty-two. You look at you look at Robert Downey Jr.'s contribution to Homecoming. We're taking you with us. Oh. I mean, Iron Man was very much in the movie, right? But oh, how absolutely. Much, how much yeah. was Robert Downey Jr. actually on screen? Not that much, right? So that's how you keep those characters in. You have you have our uh, Tony Stark show up to to mentor. He's like Q uh, for 007. right? You He's know. just in it for five or ten minutes, and yeah. I can see Robert Downey Jr. saying, "Cool, I don't have to commit to this movie project for six months. I don't have to put and on the cost. I don't even have to work out necessarily. I don't have to do interviews. I just, like, I just wear know, a trench world coat. Tours, right? And he'll still get fifty million in uh, a series. Well, it, it's yeah. it's something that, and I can see the same with Evans. I mean, Evans just did throwaway cameos in Homecoming, but they were great. Yeah, and uh, they, they shot him from the collarbone up. Because he probably wasn't working out that week, so. Um, but yeah, we he's got want, like a fat Captain America suit. We want we want to see Bucky Cap. We want to see Falcon Cap. Uh, we want to see the the Riri Williams um, Iron Man character. Uh, there's there's so many cool. You could do another ten years worth of Marvel movies Easily. with the other people that have picked up the mantle, Easily. and then you have the new Phase Three characters. You've got Ant Man, Wasp, Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, Captain Marvel. I think, yeah, Captain Marvel, which is Black probably going to blow our minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they do keep the actors on, I think we'll see where that's going with the uh, Captain Marvel movie. Because they're going to be using that same technology they used for young Tony Stark on Clark Gregg and yeah, Samuel yeah. Jackson. So Kurt, I think Kurt if, Russell. Yeah, I think if they can make them look convincingly younger, then those actors could continue to play those characters with that. Yeah. You don't want to see old man Tony Stark. No. You just don't, because that's, that's Roger Moore. In Unless it's set in the future. Then you totally right. want to see that. Yeah, then then it's old man Stark. <laughs> our, our buddy uh, Bobby. I saw old man Magneto in that X-Men movie, and that guy kind of sad. Yeah, because you just tell that harness was hurting him. Yeah, yeah. right? He just looked in pain. I, ooh, ah. <laughs> uh, Bobby Wondersnow, I'm sensing oncoming hey, dick jokes with this one, but you do you. What is one part of your body you would replace with an improved mechanical version? Heart. My dick. <laughs> my eyes. I, I was thinking eyes. I would um, go probably eyes as well. I'd say my liver. <laughs> Wait my, a minute! Can I do like a whole system, like my entire muscular system? My, my she said body parts. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I my my entire livelihood is completely based off of my eyesight. And as I'm getting older and it's getting worse, I'm oh, like, you need some eyes. I I won't be able to draw. I won't be able to sculpt. Yeah. Uh, I won't be able to paint. Are you wearing the progressives? 
Oh, no, but I do have I this funny I got the progressives thing. on. I've created something I'm calling bifocals, where I put my reading glasses <laughs> on underneath my regular glasses. No, that's where progressive is. Yeah. We don't call them bifocals no more. But oh. you, you mentioned that. Shannon and I were just kind of talking about that last night, and, and Kat was there, too, because uh, speaking of not being able to do what you do, fucking Huey Lewis is losing his hearing out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And oh, now he's man. like, I can't perform anymore. Too bad he was never actually any good. Uh, that's oh, pretty shitty. Come on. <laughs> you know what? He probably should have done the soundtrack for Pacific Rim. Yeah. Oh, oh. At least brought it up. All right. I would have liked it less. Nah. Yeah. Oh, probably made it two stars. It's hip to be Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Sports is one of the greatest goddamn albums of all time. Who are you? <laughs> so happy to be stuck with you. Uh, yes, it's true. The, yeah. si- the Simpsons just did a great. Uh, Huey Lewis and Avengers joke. You uh, you put that on the radio last yeah. week. I laughed it so was, hard. It was when the I end of the this. movie, and Homer says, uh, "All right, the superheroes are friends again. Let's go." And he's trying to drag Bart out. He's, oh, we got the end no, scene. Come two, on, there's an end scene. There's after credit scene. And so they did the after credit scenes. But then it was uh, there's there's more. He says, "Look, the only reason that you stayed at the end of the movie is to find out who sang the power of love, and it was usually Huey Lewis." <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Aaron Rawson, and and this is going to be the proof. I told you while we were off mic that all these questions were aimed at me. Aimed at you. Yeah. So if uh, you were forced to play a video game for a week, what would it be? Lee, you can't choose Skyrim. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm um, choosing Skyrim. You can't stop me, Aaron Rawson. <laughs> Just play Skyrim in the future, Fallout 4. Uh, yeah. I, I prefer Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shannon to play Katamari, probably. for. Katamari uh, I just go back to Candy Crush. For a week? Yeah. I think the part of Aaron's question that he didn't I ask. I miss my dark mother. I want to suckle at her teat. If you had unlimited weed, what game would you play for a week? Campaign-wise, I could do Grand Theft. Yeah. Those are good ones that last a while. Yeah. yeah. Or um, Super Mario Kart. Uh, Red Dead Redemption for me. Yeah. Well, I have played that for a week straight. <laughs> if, I, if, if I could delete all my memories of a game, I would choose The Witcher 3. And start over? Yeah, and start it over. If you could... If I could Men in Black flashy yeah, thingy? Yeah, I've played it so much now that it's like... I still love it. It's my favorite game of all time still, but I, I, there's other games I'd rather play right now. Tony, I got some in my but pocket. Witcher 3. You do? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say a different game, but I'm with Carrie. Red Dead Redemption. And yep. I'm, oh, speaking of, Two's side t- note, did you see that uh, 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 Xbox announced uh, Xbox One X enhancement for Red Dead Redemption? Ooh. So you can pop in your 360 disc, and if you have an Xbox One X, it'll play at native 4K with a solid 30 frames per second <gasps> and anisotropic uh, texture filtering. Dude, I want to take thing. that one-hour horse ride to Mexico now. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. it look. I've seen videos. It looks great. Uh, best best question so far. This is from our friend Eric, All right. a.k.a. the Mighty Egg Foo. Oh, yes. Should I buy a van? And what should I paint on the side of it? Well, <laughs> obviously. It, it needs to be windowless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need to spray paint free candy on the side. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, he needs to get a... Pu- <laughs> no girls allowed. He needs, a, he needs a dragon and a wizard and a scantily clad queen. He, no. needs, a fra- he needs Frank Franzetta to come back from yeah, the ground. Uh, I think I, I know him pretty good, right? Because that van would be parked... In front at, of your house, yeah. yeah. Uh, it needs to be him. Egg on the van. Egg okay. on the van uh, in a duct tape armor. Okay. Right? Yes. I like where you're uh, going with this. With, with sword raised high, charging into a battle, into battle on the back of a giant version of his fucking crazy dog Spidey. <laughs> there you go. With wings. And they're charging at a dragon or something. There you go. I wanted, I wanted him to do... Uh, I, I, I've got a better answer than that, though. No. Don't get a van. Just don't. 
Just don't get a van. Just don't get a van. Get a van. <laughs> I was I was thinking like Eddie the Beast, but in a recliner wearing slippers. Because mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the Iron Maiden album no one got to, watch, to listen to. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jason says, I think we're all going to disagree with Jason. Your show seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. Why are you so popular? Because oh, we're fucking great, pal. There you go. <laughs> I think that's it right there. Next question. Jesus Christ. Uh, Clint, Clint, you guys are now head of DC Movies. Thank you. Yeah. I think we've earned that. Yeah. Hey. I'm quitting uh, my job. What are we going to do to bring them up to par with the MCU movies? I'm going to make the movies better. Um, <laughs> the first thing I would do is I would probably mine some of the lesser known characters. Buana Beast. Uh, A lot like, of beasts. Well, I mean, like when we heard about Guardians of the Galaxy, we all went, what the fuck are you doing? And it and it was it was amazing. You got to do the Legion of the Superheroes. You've got to, yeah. That. You've got to let the creators do their All thing. Right. You can't have so much of your fingers in that Warner Brothers. You got to you know. You got to take a leap of faith. You've got to find somebody who loves the characters. Like right now, uh, is it uh, Ava DuVernay is is directing New Gods, mm-hmm. and she is a fan of that comic. All right. You know, she says that her favorite character is Big Barda. Maybe she's going to take some of the Kirby like, drugs. Yeah. Like You've got to find people like that. You've got to find your 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 James Gunn. You've got to find people like an that. An Adam Strange movie would be could be really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And and you why know? why hasn't there been a comedic Booster Gold? Yeah, movie Yeah, I want a Booster yet. Gold you know? oh, yeah. Yeah. movie. Yeah, I think there's too much movie making by committee. Yeah. And, and that's I think Warner has that problem. They're they're afraid of getting a creative team like they did because this is the same studio that did yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, and they did a really good job with that. They did. They were faithful. They they appeased the fans. And I would I would I would find someone. You know, just absolutely batshit crazy to to direct Lobo. Yeah, we yes. and I would and I would yeah. direct them to that first episode, the first issue that we saw, where he's hired by the Easter Bunny to yeah. kill Santa. Uh, those two you brothers, know? those two brothers that made Crank too. Yes, yeah. that's who should yes. make. They Lobo. should do Lobo. Although their Ghost Rider wasn't that great. When, no, that wasn't no their but fault. the parts with the Rider were great. Yeah, um, it was Nick Cage. I, I would say, here's what you remember. Guys at the table, since we're now in charge of the DC movies. Yes. Just remember this really important thing. If you spend 45 minutes of the movie getting to the MacGuffin, and then you bring the MacGuffin, and then the super-powered guy that's been dead shows up, and everybody has to go fight him, don't put the MacGuffin down on the steps to a building <laughs> to then be stolen and no longer be part of the story, because you just completely invalidated the first 30 of your stupid fucking movie. <laughs> You MacGuffin-headed idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Say uh, MacGuffin one more time. MacGuffin. Okay. Uh, uh, and and the, the first movie that I want to make is I want to make Batfleck versus that Jared Leto Joker. Yes. I, w- I want to see that, that fucking movie. The Do movie it. I want to see more than anything, and this is this is up the lines with you know Ant-Man being the first MCU movie and not, I want Justice League Antarctica because... Oh, shut up. Yeah, it would be the best. Was it Gnort? Gnort, yeah. yeah. All of the cast off Justice League in their own. Spencer says, you get to resurrect one deceased musician for a one-night-only concert. Who would it be? We've answered this question before. Have we? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Stupid question, Spencer. <laughs> Lou Reed. Uh, yes, continue. James Brown. Stewart says, yeah. details on the Big Shiny Geek Show archive. Spell it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be announced uh, soon. I spent about three hours on Memory Alpha the other night, yeah. and it was interesting. Because sometimes we go, ooh, we're a yeah. little rough. Mm-hmm. Listen to some of our Hurley shows. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, we'll we'll make that announcement on the tenth anniversary. <laughs> there's there's one thing going on on all of like the first two years worth of shows: constant over talking and Jeff breathing. <laughs> oh yeah. 
So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally had to grab the back of his head and say, this yeah. is where you're, you need to be on this the mic. This We're is like, where this, you breathe? Yeah. This is We're where like you this talk. Like Darth Vader was <laughs> on the show. <laughs> it was, I, I love the guy, but I finally just had to say, this is where you need to be. Yeah. Uh, Neil Hamilton says, which panel asks which panelist is most likely to be on the news because they've barricaded themselves somewhere. No, Lee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Then who's second? Shannon. That's what I thought. And what's third? Lee and Shannon. <laughs> Together. We stopped at the keyhole, got some butterfly knives. Some Chinese stars. We barricaded ourselves at the Valley Fair Mall, and we're going to fight off. Get out of here, copper. Well, I'll be like, I'll be on the news, but I'll be reporting it. So, <laughs> I know them. I want to see Shannon. Shannon's got the window closed, but it's cracked just enough to throw Chinese yeah, stars. Get my hand out there. Yeah. And then every, I don't care. Shoot my hand, copper. Yeah. yeah. Every, fifth, every fifth Chinese star I throw out a bucket of Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve Klein wants to know: Will the force ever be balanced? No, no, I, I don't think so because that'd be the end of the movies. That wouldn't be very compelling. Uh, Adam, probably a, a, a good question. Pineapple on pizza? Please support your position. Yes, I vote yes. I vote yes. You got the sweet and the savory. Exactly works well. Exactly. Jay, Jay Whitaker. Jay Whitaker uh, says yes. He's on the floor over the there. I, I think sweet and savory can actually be really good. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't like it. Pepperoni, jalapenos, and pineapple. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, that's actually really good because sweet not helps balance out yeah. the the spice. Um, Shane Dunbar, where the Soul Stone at? Uh, Wakanda. Jay, you want to weigh in? Get over. Get over here. All right, all right. Jay, Jay's hey, what's up, everybody? I just got off. I just got off work. Just one. Oh, you don't smell like army. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm Air Force. He smells <laughs> like Air Force. Yeah. Now I know what Air Force says, smells it like. Says it right, there. right there. U.S. Army Force. <laughs> Space Force now. Space, Space Force. Force. Uh, no, I think the I think the Soul Stone. Um, come on, y'all. Black people. Soul. It's got to be in Wakanda. That makes perfect sense. I mean, it does. To, it, the thing is, I've, I've tried to I've tried to explain this to like it may uh, you know it may be uh, with Thor, you know it may be with Tony, but you try explain like, when I try to explain this to my black friends, they get pissed. They they're like <laughs> blah 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 blah. I don't hear you. <laughs> well, maybe, I mean, well, maybe the, Don Cornelius has it. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's on the soul tree. <laughs> Could the soul stone be what's making the flowers grow in Wakanda that oh, lets you visit your ancestors? Dude, if all the superheroes line up and make a dance like train, like where they come through, like and everybody has to do it, like Scarlet Witch just comes down dancing. Just <laughs> that's how you. Up. That's how you unlock well, it from under the mountain. Right. We'll uh, yeah. we'll know in a day or so from this episode. Maya, that oh, was that. Maya right. just said something that actually made perfect sense. No, he didn't. That actually what? Made... Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not often surprised. that I do. <laughs> no, but that's a very good point. That's a good theory. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, thank you, because uh, I actually think the Soul Stone Train would be a fantastic <laughs> show, Soulstone. especially when they bring Elton John in to be the first white actor on the Soul Stone Wait, Train. Would the host be Wakandan Cornelius? Cornelius. <laughs> well, technically, yes. go back to the base. <laughs> go back to Army. <laughs> technically, because you, you said a couple of episodes, I'm looking at the dates, and uh, we're going to use the time machine back on Bracken uh, Broken News. We're, we're going to have some reactions. Yep. Oh, yeah. This okay. is the uh, 30th. This Cor- Corey wants to know if we can help him produce this uh, this idea. I'm sorry, Corey. If, if you're, uh, Corey asks if we can help them. I'm going to go gender neutral on this because I can't see the picture on okay. Corey's profile. So, uh, Wants to produce a buddy cop film with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange where they try to track down the villain who keeps making Peter Parker's uh, socks crusty 
Hint, it's Deadpool. Can you help me make this? Oh, yeah. That's what makes my socks crusty. Do we have any polls? No, we're just doing DC movies right now. He's talking about his jism. Yeah. Daniel Griffin, this is a question I probably only one that can answer. Is it a good one? Because this is the last one. This is the last one, and it's actually going to help me sell you on a show you need to watch that I don't think any of you are watching. All right. I'm not watching Family Ties. Recently finished season two of Into the Badlands. Does this prove that Nick Frost is the best martial arts actor on television today? Nick Frost? Wait, what? And my Ed answer from, is... Ed from that, Shaun of the Dead? That Nick Frost? My Hawk answer Frost. is yes. Oh, 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 yeah, maybe I need to watch this. All right. Okay. All right. No, Nick Frost is uh, he's, he's in Into the Badlands in the second season, and yes, he does do his own martial arts work. All nice. right. And it's not embarrassing. All right. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. Uh, well, there was a big guy back in the day with Jackie Chan named Sam Hung. Samuel uh, Hung. Yeah. Remember, yeah. he had a terrible. That guy uh, could kick cop the shit show. out of people. That's he right. Had a terrible Sam- cop show on uh, CBS for a while too. Samuel Samuel Hung showed up in. I remember that uh, show. Uh, once Once Upon a Time in China. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, yep. Those movies are so goddamn. Yep. And he was in the Street Fighter movies. Let's get uh, games and movies and uh, call it. All right. Uh, pull it to the top. Uh, a movie called Twelve Strong with good old Thor Chris Hemsworth. It's about the, oh, yeah. the first people that responded to uh, after nine eleven. Uh, I heard it was all right, so I don't know if you need to race out to it. Um, Lee, do you know a movie called Mary and the Witch's Flower? Nope. Looks like it's for like uh, anime from. It's animated, and I think it's. Uh, it, it looks like it's, it's Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah, it's Ghibli, but it's not. But it's Miyazaki. not like anything crazy. It's like Cat Returns level, which is still a great anime, but yeah, it's not Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, I guess they're still making Tremors movies. It's <laughs> called A Cold Day in Hell. Uh, they're, what, they're making a TV series. That's when they'll stop making them. Wait, no. another TV series? Because they had one before. Yeah, yeah this, but this time Kevin Bacon is involved. Oh, that makes it all better. <laughs> yeah. yep. uh, that's pretty much it. That's it? Yeah. Games? Uh, there's only two things coming out this week that's worth mentioning. Uh, one is for the Switch, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Came out on the Wii U a couple years ago. Wii U! The Wii U never really got yeah. very much uh, notice, yeah. so they ported it up to the Switch. It's actually a really good game. And then uh, also, for all you Xbox, original Xbox players out there, Hyperkin, the, the peripheral manufacturer, and Microsoft teamed up to bring back the old, big, fat Duke controller from the original Xbox. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Do you remember that thing? It was like holding a canned ham. Yeah. And the buttons were all close together, so you could hit them all with one thumb by one push. Uh, you could. <clears throat> Oh, okay, I could. Your Yeti thumbs. (laughs) I can uh, only hit three of them. They're bringing it back. It'll be wireless, if I'm reading this correctly, and uh, it's it's molded after the same exact style. It's just a big old chunky controller. It's for those nostalgia nerds out there. All right. That was my gang name. Okay. Nostalgia nerd. Chunky controller. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Only for them all when Shannon and I were knife fighting. Yeah, take that. Uh, well, let's wrap it up then, Mr. Oh, B, if, if you um, would, please. Hey, guys. Uh, I just went to the keyhole. <laughs> you want to throw some Chinese stars at this fucking ham? <laughs> Will it stick? Probably not. <laughs> no, you haven't you, lived you until wanna... you've seen a ninja star bounce yeah, off yeah, a ham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to wear some protective eye gear. Because it'll stick in your eye, for sure. 